Welcome to the Next Dimension Podcast, your portal to an extended reality. Every week we talk about the hottest topics in XR and let you join the discussion live on MRTV. And now, get ready for another exciting episode coming up. Hi and welcome to Season 3, Episode 15 of the Next Dimension Podcast, your podcast that's all about VR and AR. And today it's going to be the PSVR 2 episode. Oh yes, it is out there. And as you can tell, we are a bit more people than usually. And I'm super happy to have him here for the very first time, Todd from Q2C VR Gamer. Todd, how are you doing? I'm doing excellent. I'm super excited <laughs> to be here. You have no idea. <laughs> that is so cool to hear. And you got you 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 got up really early, right? So what's the time in Canada right now? Yeah, I got up at like quarter after six this morning to get organized. Yeah, it's it's bright and early here. Wow. wow. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so great to have you finally on the show. And also from Q2 CVR Gamer, Eric. How are you doing today? I am doing excellent. Uh, I love hardware, so this is one of the best weeks ever. So anytime I get new hardware, I'm always happy. And uh, I don't know, am I weird? Am I the only one who just smells the headset when I take it out of the box? The same. The same. <laughs> it smells. It smells so good, like fresh. We're, headset we're, in the we're all weird then. We're, we're good. We're all weird. I feel better. I we're feel much weird. better. Thank you guys. We're, we're all weird. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything, okay? I can smell it, but I wish I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it depends I, I, on the hardware, <laughs> definitely. And yeah, right. also here, the only person on planet Earth who does not have a PSVR 2 <laughs> it is Steve. It is Steve, VR Flight Team Guy. How are you doing today? I'm very well. In fact, it's going to be really interesting talking about it today because I'm going to wonder whether at the end of this podcast I'm it. going to actually buy one or not. So we'll see. See if okay, you guys can convince me. Wow. We have we'll pros see. and cons, obviously, to discuss. Yeah. So who maybe, knows? Maybe right? we can talk so you out of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who knows? We're going to find out. And so nice to have her here. Tatiana, Disco VR, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's an extra effort to be on today's show because it was just too exciting to miss. So I'm <laughs> really happy exactly. to be here. I'm so happy about that because today's show is really going to be super special. Yep. And also with me, Sebastian Ang, founder of MRTV and the host of the Next Dimension podcast. So for all of you who don't know this show, this is being live streamed every Saturday here on MRTV. But it's also an audio podcast that you can find on iTunes um where else alexa google everywhere where you can find podcasts the next dimension podcast is there and if you enjoy this show it would be incredible if you could would give us a five-star review on itunes simply get out your ipad or your iphone find the pre-installed podcast app find the next dimension podcast and give us a five-star review if you enjoy the show because well more people could then find this show that would be great before we get into this incredible show, I would like to say thank you to today's sponsor, which is VR Optician. Oh, I have to click on this button. <laughs> today's Next Dimension podcast is brought to you by VR Optician. VR Optician solves the biggest problems that glasses wearers face with VR headsets by delivering highest quality lens inserts from Zeiss made in Germany for all VR headsets out there. You never again have to worry about having to wear glasses in VR, but instead you will enjoy more comfort and convenience for your VR experience. Simply go to VROptician.com, choose your headset, enter your prescription 
and UVR optician lenses are coming your way no matter where you are because worldwide shipping is simple and stress-free. Thanks so much to VR Optician for supporting the VR community and the Next Dimension podcast. Yes, thank you so much, VR Optician. And obviously, they are also going to have PSVR 2 lenses. They are working on them right now. And yeah, for people who wear glasses, these lenses are friggin' amazing. Yes. So if you are a business out there and if you want to get your brand in front of thousands of VR enthusiasts, then the Next Dimension podcast might be the right thing for you if you want to do so. Get in touch with me, the link, the email address down in the description of this video. All right, but now let's get into the topic. Before we get into PSVR 2, we normally do this round where we introduce what we've been doing. And yeah, I would like to st start with you, Todd. So first of all, how did you get to meet Eric and how did you get to, to do Q2C VR Gamer? Wow. Uh, wow, that's a story. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Man, go for it. Go for it. Cut it a bit shorter, um, probably, but uh, we want to know. Uh, we met in 2000, and, I think 19, uh, or 18 or 19, on Facebook. We were in another Facebook community, um, and uh, Quest Two was coming out. And Eric thought, right. you know what, we should start a, a Facebook group dedicated to the Quest Two. So we started one, and I just saw the potential of it growing like crazy. So I sent him a message right away and said, "Hey, if you ever need any help, moderation, or you know, running cool. the show, just." By all means, let me know. I'm totally interested in helping out. And it was okay, a, cool. know, a couple a couple days later, he sent me a message and said, "Okay, I need help." <laughs> Perfect. That's really cool. And so you were into a VR already before. Yeah, I or used was the uh, the Windows Mixed Reality headset. That's ah, that yes, 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 yes. Yeah. That's why that's why this channel is called Mixed Reality TV because actually I thought probably I should um, just cover this mixed reality glasses, but then it turned out. Yeah, others were more interesting. <laughs> yeah, right. And that's kind and of Microsoft how we progressed. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, cool, cool. Right. We, we we decided to do the the Facebook Live, so we did a talk show on Facebook. Okay. Um, and then that progressed into YouTube, and then now our even our Facebook page has been rebranded to Q2C VR Gamer. Everything, Perfect. all VR gaming encompassed. That is that is so cool, uh, and is it is it also something that you would do full time, or are you work, or is this like your your side um, hobby? Uh, no, I own an IT company. I'm an IT consultant. Oh, oh, perfect, so perfect. I've been doing that. for oh, That almost, goes well together. It does. Yeah, it does. I've been doing that for almost thirty years, a long time. Wow. And okay. uh, so, but because I, you know, in that industry, you kind of set your own schedule. So I've got a lot of time where I can do both. So it works out really Perfect. well. Perfect. That is really good. And actually, there's also quite a lot of room for VR consulting. Like I get emails quite a lot of times where yeah. people ask me, okay, I, I want to do this project. How can I do that? And yeah, then I can help them. And probably th that's also something that you guys can do or already are already doing, right? I know Eric is is yeah, doing that already. already doing. Eric's doing it with Impact Reality. Exactly, him, exactly. Yeah. And Steve. And yeah, who perfect, knows, in yeah. the future here, I might be joining them on a, <laughs> yeah, on a little bit of a basis for projects, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So you started with the Windows Mixed Reality headsets, and then you went to the Quest and loved it, obviously, right? You've been uh, spending so much time with that and with your shows and stuff. So so now, what are your headsets right now? Do you, do you have oh. more? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got the, the PSVR 1, of course. I started with that one originally, and then went to okay. the Mixed Reality headset, which... I never touched the PSVR one again <laughs> once I went to that. 
Yeah, uh, right. I have, uh, I have a Quest 1, a Quest 2, a Quest Pro, Pico 4, a Pimax AKX, an Index. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I got I it. I, I got it. 10 headsets. <laughs> All right. Perfect. So you've probably watched uh, lots of MRTV before, uh, me yes. checking out those headsets and stuff. I'm a bit perfect. of a junkie. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> I like that. So, so, so what is your go-to headset right now? Is it um, the Quest or the Quest Pro or what is it now? Honestly, it depends on what I'm doing. I I I do a lot of Neos in VR. I do. Um, oh, nice. I spend a lot nice. of time in my index. Right. Um, if I'm gonna do um, any like um, physical games, I definitely go to the Quest. Um, but now with the PlayStation VR two, it's yeah. kind of taking most of my time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, let's find out if this is going to be like. Um... It's going to keep on going like this, or or is it just like because it's new now? We will find out. We'll find out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hope we're still there because some people said they lost the stream for a couple of seconds, but we're back now. Okay, we're back now. Perfect. Okay. So so how did your last week look like, Todd? Any games that you played? Probably you played PSVR games. <laughs> of course, you, did. you played Horizon. It's a rhetorical oh. question. You know I mean? Yeah. Right. <laughs> So, uh, so what did you play on PSVR 2 already? I played Song in the Smoke. I played ah, okay. um, Light Brigade. I played uh, uh, Gran Turismo 7, Star Wars yes. Galaxy's Edge. Right. Um, I can't remember. It's been okay. just a whirlwind. That, I haven't Horizon? played Horizon yet. Horizon oh, you haven't? Played, oh, okay. You know, Are I, you I been keeping the best for last? <laughs> yeah, I how, played uh, how dare uh, Horizon you? at CES, so I, I'm familiar <laughs> okay. with it. You don't need to. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, but Got today it, is Horizon it. and After the Fall Day, so those are my Oh, perfect. That, that is yeah. good. That is really good. Oh, I, I, I must say I feel like so refreshed in terms of VR. I'm so looking forward again to, to play VR. I don't know if, if everyone has the same feeling, but for me, it feels a bit new again somehow. Oh, it's yeah. super exciting again. Like, yeah, it, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm right? like giddy Amazing. every time I come <laughs> into my office. I'm just like, giddy. what am I going to play That's now? <laughs> giddy, giddy. That yep. is perfect. It's amazing you it. say that. I have so many people that tell me that they have kind of lost their enthusiasm for VR right. over the last year. And like, like, you know, people that are in the industry, like huge influencers, that have said, you know, I was just kind of like starting to lose it, and I am super excited mm -hmm. for VR again now. So, you know, whether you don't like the headset or don't like the headset, at least it brings a lot of buzz. It, mm -hmm. it does. It does for yeah. sure. Yeah, cool. Todd, thank you so much. And yeah, thanks for being on the show today. That is really exciting. Thanks for and, having me. Oh, you're welcome. Eric, man, good to see you again. So tell us, how are you doing? And also tell us, how has your uh, week been like? Probably the same like all of us, right? Excited about PSVR 2? Tell us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been a crazy week. It's been so good. Yeah, I I, uh, I I ordered, like, I did like everybody else. I ordered pre-ordered the headset in November. And then last week, or the week before, yeah, last week, I got my, my order. You know, it said, hey, you know, it's going to ship. We're going to take your money. So they took, our, took the money <laughs> out of my account. They put it on hold. So it's like in a pending account. So until they ship it, they don't take the money yet. They just put it on hold. Well, everybody else was getting their shipment information, and I wasn't. So it was oh, like no. Saturday. It was Saturday, and and uh, it was like late Saturday. And all of a sudden, I still hadn't had my shipping info, and everybody else was posting, you know, shipping info and things. And I was like, I'm in trouble. So I happened to just check my bank account, and the money was put back in my bank account. It was no longer on a hold. So what? I'm like, something's something's wrong here. I'm not getting this headset now. 
So I freaked out at four o'clock in the morning on Saturday into Sunday. I'm like, I better order it. So I went to PlayStation Online. I ordered another one and paid through it through PayPal this time. And then I had my shipping. And then all of a sudden, you know, Monday, I had my shipping for this new headset. And I'm like, well, the other one must not be coming. And then on Tuesday, I got another thing that said, uh, yeah, this one's shipping too. And then now I have two PlayStation VR 2 headsets <laughs> that showed up on the doorstep. Oh, I need one. So send it my way. Give away. Oh. Give away <laughs> right? Exactly. Giveaway time. It's good. It's yep. giveaways uh, work really well for channels in general. So yeah, do it. It's cool. Yeah. We have already talked about getting new VR hardware when we talked about the Quest Pro and probably it's the same feeling all over again, right? The new hardware, the thing that makes our favorite hobby even better or different. And ah, you got the feeling again, right, Eric? I do, I do. I mean, <laughs> I, we're, we all love software. Software drives the industry. But to me, I mean, it's, I think the same thing for you. Hardware, I love the hard. I just love hardware, whether it's good or bad. I love going through it. I love doing... The breakdown of it i love you know checking every new little piece of it out so yeah i mean hardware is, is super exciting for me some people are like i mean i love the games and everybody's excited for games but i i am just as excited just to check out the hardware um so yeah this this week is super, super extremely exciting for me great so so what have you been doing on on your channel qdc gamer uh, last week or the last couple of weeks uh, did you already have time to show people the psvr2 or have you been live streaming games yeah, we actually haven't live streamed any games yet. We 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 covered okay. it on Thursday on our Thursday live show. We went through everything that we've been playing. You know, it was only like a day and a half or so, but right, uh, right. we had gone through pretty much everything we we're playing. We gone we went through our, our impressions of the headset itself and you know how it fits and how it feels and and uh, we gave, we gave our first impressions of the headset. But that's pretty much it. I think this weekend uh, tonight will be our first actual live stream where we're live streaming gameplay because we stream live every Saturday night gameplay. So that tonight oh, will be the nice. first night. Yeah. Nice. And uh, we are now friends on the PSN, so we can play yes. together. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be fun. <laughs> uh, GD7. It's going, there's going to be crazy battles among all the content creators. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. We're gonna... really good. Yeah, I, I assume we're going to talk some GT7 later because I have oh, lots we will. to say about that game. Yeah, same here. <laughs> same here. I was so surprised. Yeah. Cool, Eric. Great to be that. Great that you're on the show. And yeah, now, thank you for me. I, I would like to speak with Steve. How does it feel? When every other <laughs> VR content creator is going crazy oh, about the PSVR 2, and you're I the just only one like that. Who, who, does, who like, doesn't have it. I feel like I'm going to be bullied on this one. <laughs> yeah. uh, honestly, it's it's it really can be really interesting for me to listen to all of your experiences, good and bad, because my channel, of course, is about flight simulation. It's a very niche uh, sort of channel related, related to PC VR, high-end stuff, so... But, you know, it's interesting when you were talking about the fact that you all, you know, you guys feel like so excited about VR again. Like I've never had that sort of lull feel feeling. And that's because I think for the flight simulation and racing community, often you'll stick with one or two different titles and you'll be playing them for hundreds and hundreds of hours, you know. So hmm. like the Elite Dangerous crowd and I, I don't know, a race sim game. I don't know what that would be. But, if, you know, in terms of my content, Microsoft Flight Simulator, you know, you, I probably spent well over a thousand hours in VR, and every time I fly in that, I absolutely freaking love it. So I do feel sorry for the game gaming crowd where you need that fresh uh, content that keeps on coming, and that's something that's been missing from PC VR since Half Life Alex. Let's be honest. So I can understand why you guys are so excited actually because of that. Right. And, uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So but from a, a flight sim point of view, I, you can just play this forever. I'd, 
totally yes, get it. absolutely. Because it's such a massive, complex experience that every single time you fly, you can do you, it's an infinite amount of things you can do in a flight sim. So and then probably I've always you can found get that... the same game and then you just get a new airplane and then it's all new again. Exactly that. <laughs> oh, emotion oh sim. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. That... Yeah, yeah, that's going to be yeah. a huge rabbit hole to go down to. Just getting a motion sim, and oh my god, that's going to come. I, I have to get into yeah. that next. <laughs> it's incredible, but yeah, right. um, but yeah. So I, I totally, I'm so pleased for the VR industry as a whole, like the gaming industry, to have this new platform and to have fresh content. It's exciting me, and yet I'm not really usually that interested in this sort of thing. But I'm quite tempted to get one. To be fair, because I've obviously been watching loads of videos about it and. It seems pretty positive overall. So, yeah, yeah I'm very cool, intrigued cool. to see if you guys can convince me to get one. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Tell us a bit uh, about your new motion, Rick, because last week you were yes. not there in this in the show because you were actually building your motion, Rick, with your <laughs> hands. <laughs> with my hood, bare hands. With your, with your bare hands. So, so tell us about that. What, 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 kind of, what kind of device is it and is it good? so funny because I remember, Seb, you're like, can you make the podcast? I was like, yeah, hopefully we'll see how I get on. And at about two o'clock, I was like, yeah, I'm like knee deep in screws and spanners and like everything. <laughs> it was just a mess. But I'm quite proud of myself, actually, that I did build it myself. And it's a DOF Reality H2. So it's only two degrees of freedom. But in that, you get a lot more experience than I thought. It's not just what well, it is, just pitch and roll. But It's very clever the way the motion rig works because you even feel a sense of yaw at times with the software. You can tweak all the settings and things like braking forces, acceleration and okay. engine vibration. It's all there <laughs> and it's, wow. it's quite an incredible experience. And my first video of it, I put on the channel a couple of days ago. I was just so blown away with it. Absolutely amazing. Obviously, once you're in VR, You don't need that much movement, to be fair. You don't need massive amounts of movement for it to translate to something that you can feel because you're already in VR. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah so... Just like the rumble on the PSVR 2. It helps so much. It's just a rumble. Yeah, that makes sense. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So how, how expensive is the, uh, a motion rig like this, like the one you have? Well, I think it's very cheap because it's about 1,500, 1,600 pounds. So okay. I'm not quite that sure what sounds... But for what okay. it does, you know, if you think about motion rigs of where they've come from, even a few years ago, you're probably looking at close to five, even 10 grand for something like this. So, right. of course, the Your uh, uh, sort of brand came out and I'm looking forward to seeing what the Your 2 can do. And that really drove the price down. I think Dot Reality, what they're doing with this is very clever because it's modular. So I could quite easily, even though this is two axis, I could easily like change this to three DOF and then six DOF over time so i don't have to buy a brand new motion rig i can just upgrade it as i want to which i think is very cool so it's, it's quite a, you know it's obviously very expensive but in, if you think about you know what i'm doing here and the experience i'm getting god you wouldn't be able to pay for that anywhere just a few short years ago to have that in your own home is just unbelievable it really is so i'd highly recommend it is it taking a lot not really No, I was quite surprised because I've got like the smallest little man cave you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> uh, it really is ridiculously small. And I'm looking at it now. You can't really see it because it's backdrop because it's a mess in here at the moment. But um, no, it fits in here perfectly fine. In fact, I realized about a, just before the podcast, I thought, damn it, I haven't actually got a chair. <laughs> so I had to go and buy a chair 
and put it together. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'd have, I'd have had to do the podcast in the motion rig, which kind of been quite funny. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. <laughs> you should have done that. Yeah. So if I suddenly yeah. drop out of and, and fall over, it's because I didn't put it together properly. So apologies for that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. Steve, let's let's find out uh, what we have to tell you today about the PSVR 2. Great that you're yes. here today. Please let Perfect me know everything. <laughs> we I'm will. All ears. I'm very intrigued. We will. And uh, probably you'll have some questions for us that we can answer you today. So it's going to be interesting. Yes. Perfect. And Tatiana, how was your last week? Well, first of all, happy PSVR 2 week, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yes. A week ago, we were all so young and so <laughs> ignorant. <laughs> and now we have access to this amazing technology. So this is pretty awesome. Uh, my week has been great. It's been very busy. I received it pretty much like on the clock on the 22nd when, uh, you know, it was the first day when they were supposed to, to arrive. And I tried it that very night. Um, I haven't played too many games yet. I kind of just, once I start with one game, I don't want to go like game hopping. I just want to like stay in that game for hours and, and really get sucked into it and experience it. So I tried, uh, GT7, obviously, and Horizon. Hmm. And yeah, oh man. Look <laughs> I'm at that smile. playing it so much. <laughs> it's gonna because they're so different. And you know, we were just talking about hardware versus content. And uh Eric was saying that you know hardware is really exciting, but games are also exciting because like even at CES, we we tried so many headsets. Like it was really the conference, you know, that convention that was targeted targeting primarily like hardware devices at least when it comes to vr most of the stuff that i tried was like headsets and the only really stand that uh wowed me in terms of content was, was psvr2 because that was the only one that actually showcased something that would actually show what that technology can do what that headset can do like with the headset rumbling with the colors with with everything so it's just a, a ps 2 for me it's like a full package it's an awesome vr headset that can offer you like a really good quality of vr for very little effort like it's really just plug in and play it's so easy to to jump into vr i love yeah. it yeah. And, and you get some incredible games to to go with it so you you don't really have to like compromise with it so i think that's my favorite thing about it and i think that's why people love it so much and why people are so excited about it because it, it's so easy to get in it to get this top quality of vr and to have some like extremely awesome titles so you don't you don't have to just sort of enjoy mobile style games or you don't have to spend a long time setting it up um yeah it's just great and uh i think someone i remember someone said on on twitter i think actually maybe it was matt from bmf that ever since we got psvr2 i have a feeling like i'm just demoing it like i'm sampling it and i'm gonna have to set it back as <laughs> for some reason it gives the feeling like oh i have to play it so much because i don't have much time like i only have a little bit to to kind of enjoy it the feeling that okay this awesome technology is actually mine to play anytime i want now is still like not here i think we are all a little bit starstruck now 
True, true we are. So um, what kind of content did you already do about it? Or you have not... You, I know, you, you made the video about the charging dock. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> right? one thing charging that dock. I immediately... <laughs> like kind of you hated like, it, right? Yeah, and uh, I, a lot of people disagreed with me, but it's okay for you to disagree. I hate it. You don't have to. Okay. Uh, so I did the live unboxing because I don't usually make like unboxing videos. I don't think they're very interesting to watch, but I do like doing live streams for that so that it's like an opportunity to catch up with the community, to see like my raw reactions on the headset. So it was really fun. And and I can be like really authentic about my impressions. What is um, what is in this box and what I how user-friendly it is. And that's when I actually showed what it's like to get the charger out of the box and connect it and what you can actually face with it, um, what kind of issues there can be if you don't know what to expect. Because I that, specifically that, that, didn't look... Sorry? Yeah. It was that charging dock behind you looks pretty cool, though. Is that that's a new one? The one that's on? Yes, yeah, that that's the alternative cool. that I found. And yeah, that I one's in the like, video, too. It looks cool. You know, just it looks better. throw some LED lights, and I'm going to buy it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it has LED. Are you kidding me? How expensive yeah. is it? Where can I buy it? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I need it here for the bag. It's really cute because it has these little <laughs> bubbles in there. It, the camera doesn't focus very well on them, but it, it looks so cute. Like, I like it. And it has a, you know, the headset stand. It has the con the controllers charger with the LED lights that actually show you. Because um, the, the original charger doesn't even have any LED lights at all. The only lights you can see are on the controllers itself. But I mean, you always have them. So anyway, I have yeah. my own grips with that. And uh, there's also a little stand for your headphones. So I like my whole VR composition <laughs> to be in the same place. And it's cheaper than the official one. And I didn't expect to have, I really didn't expect to have an accessory available for the PSVR 2 already. So it's good to see that there's already things out there. Oh, yeah. out there's there's a lot of them yeah. out there already. Like, I look at, oh, yeah. If you look on Amazon right now, there's probably about 10 of them already. Like charging wow. docks that you can get. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. yeah. So essentially, that's the official one. And I like the form factor of it. Sorry, I'm not like going to promote it or it anything. It looks like the Oculus logo. It looks like the Oculus logo. Oh, this is a new one. It has the perfect pass through. It has the perfect but but it's like a solid piece it doesn't have any led indicator and I'm like what the, like, how do you not uh, put like a little led light yeah. that just yeah. shows you, that you like, don't know if they're docked properly right that's wow, the, that's really? my yeah. issue so, too you never I'm have like, any idea if it's docked properly it, exactly wow. it, and the magnets that comes with it are very weak like you can't place them correctly but it's so easy to place them incorrectly I and have one then, of these coming on Tuesday, and now I just want to send it back before I open it. I would just send it back. Literally, for fifty, yeah, I, I think it's, it's going to be for American Tuesday. dollars. It's, it's like more than fifty because it's tax. I think I spent yeah, like sixty-five right. in total. Yeah, Tatiana yeah. is destroying yeah. Sony's business here. <laughs> Sorry, Sony, but you should do better with your yeah, official exactly. accessories. Do like, better. honestly, you know what? You really it do. reminds me of Meta. Like, how many how many things from Meta have they made directly that haven't been very good? Where we've had third party companies right do way better right. like bobo or kiwi exactly yeah. like the elite strap like being exactly, destroyed yeah. by itself destroying yeah. itself right so often so agree yeah. they just don't put enough thought they put for that thing just so you know yeah. in canada that's what they cost 
Oh, for that okay. charging? 70 bucks yeah. Canadian? Yeah, they just don't put enough thought into them. It's, it would have been a simple, easy thing to make the magnets a little bit stronger and just put an indicator light on that you know yeah. when it's charging. Or when they're charged. How about a little red light when they're charging? And then wow. it goes no indicator light for 50 euros is crazy. No indicator light. Right. I mean, are you yeah. kidding? No indicator lights. Uh, no. And the controllers, okay. the way they work is when they're fully charged, they pulsate one time and then they disappear. And it's all yep. just like, what's happening right now? Are they charging? Are they not charging? Are they completely <laughs> charged? Are they completely discharged? And my charger is not working. So there are so many questions. And so I got just like mad about it yesterday because <laughs> I just didn't expect to have such a such a silly issue with an official product that's not cheap. And I just went on and I made a video about it. And I immediately found a, a replacement that thankfully, you know, God bless Amazon. It came the next day, and uh, I, I just kind of made a quick comparison. It's not the only one that you can get, but I feel like it has so much more functionality to it, and it's cheaper. Um, so, yeah, I, that's the video that I made. And uh, I I also made another one, but it's actually going to air <laughs> like a premiere right after this podcast because I knew that, you know, all the coolest people are going to be watching this. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like the yeah, thinking. Go. Good timing. <laughs> yeah. Good timing. So yeah. right after it, we can we can just get together and watch some um, you know Gran Turismo gameplay. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, Gran Turismo. Oh yes, I'll I'll get back into that game as well. Okay, cool, Tatiana. Thank you for your week and great that you're here today. Yes, so. For me, everything was about PlayStation VR 2, and it's probably going to go on like this here on the channel. I'm excited about it. So first of all, obviously, I did the unboxing, and I didn't only want to do the unboxing. I wanted to give a bit more value because just putting it out of the box is boring. So I compared the size and I compared the, the comfort of the PSVR 2 to other headsets that I have here right now like the Pico 4, Quest 2, Quest Pro, and the Pimax Crystal, which I also have here, which is very exciting. And yeah, the, the, the device is absolutely comfortable. In my opinion, it's the most comfortable device that I have here right now, and I really enjoy wearing it for hours. Even after three hours of GD7 live streaming, I felt I could keep on going. Yeah, but... Uh, Did you have it? I... Did you have it after three hours? I, well, after three hours, I was still fine. I, I was still good. So, yeah, it's it's really good. It's a very it's a very comfortable headset. Yes, and in these three hours, I broke lots of records of other people. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I We're was going working to, on it too. We're talking about yeah. This is so it's, it gives you this huge motivation when you see the other person's time like being faster than you, right? And you really want to get it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> super motivated, super motivated. Then I did a video about how good the visuals are, in my opinion, in Kayak Mirage and in general. We're going to talk about this in the show, obviously. I um, did a little review of Pistol Whip, which is one of my favorite games. And in the PSVR 2, it looks absolutely stunning with these crazy colors and everything is brighter. Neon, wow, fantastic. Then I did what I always do when there's new hardware. I did the PSVR 2 through the lens video yesterday. I hope some of you watched it. And um, yeah, 433 comments. So it seems like people wow. enjoyed like watching it. That was really cool. I live streamed Horizon and I was blown away. 
you know really i was, I was, uh, <laughs> I was so i was going crazy this was one of my very best experiences in vr that i've ever had in my whole life and you, you know wow. i have all the vr headsets i i really enjoy doing these kind of things but seldom <laughs> do you have an experience like this where you really think like oh my god i'm making memories right now in this <laughs> vr game really like oh we're going to talk about I'm, it. I'm glad you live. I, I watched it. it. I'm so glad you live streamed it because right? I, I I watched, your, your, your reactions were amazing. Like you're <laughs> like you could tell that you were excited. Genuine. Like when you watch somebody live <laughs> yeah. stream something that's right. that profound, like you, I could, you were like losing it. You know, like you I was like, losing oh it. God. <laughs> so it was so cool to see. It, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was great. so Thanks funny. I, I, I wished a little bit at the beginning. You said something like, why would anybody not use vr <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah. exactly exactly why, I was... like, why not <laughs> yeah, i mean i mean you're sta- you you're there in this beautiful mountain you're holding the mountain or you're holding yourself at the mountain and then you look and you see like hundreds of blue butterflies, butterflies. Flying yeah. Yeah. Like, like are you kidding me why would i want to look on a 2d screen and not be in that and have this memory oh i was blown away and you know me, right? I'm genuine. I'm not making this stuff up. I cannot even make this stuff up. It's it just comes out of me, <laughs> like naturally. And it was I was so blown away. Oh my goodness! And yeah, then that yeah. butterfly scene. The butterfly scene. Kind of I'm like, if this butterfly just lands on my hand, I'm gonna flip out. It's a friggin' yeah. And Donald James says it here in the chat. Yeah, VR is truly a game changer. Love it and. Uh, it's uh, I'm I'm so happy that more people will get in touch with it now with VR. You know, we we got in touch with it years ago already. And the headsets that we use were also also good, right? Like the Quest 2 or the Vive or whatever. But now they get into this and the first thing they see is Horizon and the butterflies. Like how lucky are those people? Right? Smart, smart, right? That is yes. the game that they like. Okay, yeah. this is the game that yes, will play it. blow people's socks off. And you can see how many content creators like out of the VR niche are buying PSVR 2 and playing it. Right. And really bringing it to the completely different level that outside of our, you know, relatively small VR community. So this is great to see. Really? I, I haven't like seen that. that. I like how you mentioned you see you kind of said that you're inside the game, and that I am to me exactly really explains what <laughs> VR is all about. I often say that when I'm flying, right. I'm kind of inside this cockpit, and you're it, really that's what flying. VR gives moment. you, you know, you really are mm-hmm. in that world, and um, it, nothing else mm-hmm. comes close. So I can yeah. imagine. Yeah. It, it looked it looked incredible, even just watching it on YouTube as a 2D flat image. It looked like a triple a game that you play just on your monitor so i can't imagine how that must feel on in vr as well so it's unbelievable i was i was really honestly blown away and um, yeah i was just thinking uh, how must people feel who don't have a vr experience before that is their first experience yeah in i in my german channel i said uh, probably they they shit their pants because it's, it's like it's like it's like it's like too crazy what's going on that's, here right that's the kind of yeah the first like 10 minutes or 15 minutes of horizon i can imagine like you know when you go to this natural science museums and they have 3d movies or they have some kind of experience that you have to pay like a hundred dollars for a 15 minute experience because it's 3d 4d whatever so you kind of get that you know 
experience that you would pay hundreds of dollars if you went somewhere to an entertainment center just to try it but you get it at home and you know you get to do it anytime you want with any game and the games are keep being added and yeah so i haven't played like a flight sim on psvr2 obviously they don't exist yet but even the gt7 yeah. like you feel <laughs> like you're in the car and and that's where I'm like, okay, I'm never playing this game, not in VR anymore, because this, <laughs> what is, was the, this is the this, yeah. this smooth. Obviously, you're going to talk about it in more detail, but I'm intrigued to, to sort of hear what the smoothness is like when you're racing around yes. the track. Is it really like no stutters or anything, just completely it's smooth, perfect experience? It's perfect. Yeah. And, and you even... get a sense of speed too. Like, like wow. I, I mean, I'm not a sim racer. Sick. Yeah, no motion sickness at all. I mean, it's tough for us to say that because I'm sure a lot of us don't get motion sickness. But I mean, I, I, I do. don't feel anything. Oh, yeah, I okay, so that's that's good. But yeah, no motion sickness. And for me, it's it's the smoothness, but it's the sense of speed that you get. Like it okay, really great. makes you feel like you're going fast. Um, it's, uh, it's is that GT7 because it's running? Is amazing. Is that it's probably not reprojecting? It's actually just at ninety frames per second. Because doesn't that uh, title have uh, favorriated rendering anyway? Isn't it? It's got eye tracked favorited rendering, I believe. So that probably means it does, it'll yeah. probably be able to reach does, 90 frames per second, yeah. Yeah, I, it's it's yeah. not reprojecting into the 120. It is doing the native 90. So okay, it's trying okay. to reproject into 120, oh, that, that is, which, is, yeah, which sometimes crazy. is better. I mean, I like to see the 120, but if you're going to have to use reprojection to get to the 120, sometimes the, I would prefer the 90. But yeah. Steve, what oh, you yeah. said earlier about AAA, and that's, that's, an, that's what I would say is one of the biggest things with this headset, because we'll talk about positives and negatives in this headset, and there are negatives. But it's Definitely. the sense of scale and the feeling of AAA games together with the hardware that makes it special. So, you know, as CN Sebastian, who has tried every headset that is out there, he's had $10,000 headsets on. To see him get excited about a game like that <laughs> so is because of now. the combo, right? It's the combination yeah, right. exactly. of the game, the, the AAA right. game, and the headset. And the good it, hardware. Exactly. Right. That's the point. It's quite... I've literally just finished playing Half-Life Alex on the PK4, okay? And I think this is actually another reason why I'm interested in the PSVR 2 now, because I forgot how amazing that game is, because it's been ages since I've played it. And now I've got that thirst for that level of quality. Would you say the PSVR 2 has that level of quality or near to that you know, Absolutely. You from Half-Life Alex and the PC? Experience. Absolutely. When you are in Horizon, I'm not sure if you've watched my gameplay, look into it and you will see like how blown away I am. And I also loved Alex. I was also freaking blown away when it came out. But I have the same feeling now with with Horizon and even some added, added stuff on top of it. Like, for example, the rumble. Yeah, the rumble, the head rumble or the, the, the triggers that have force feedback in them. So you have now more hardware to support the immersion that Half-Life Alex already gave us. But now... Mm -hmm in this horizon world and with even better hardware and more beautiful colors like oh my goodness anyways we're going to talk about this all of this stuff yeah i i it's tough not to jump right into it right i know i just want to tell you guys i have not even finished talking about my week completely completely in it here <laughs> so, but I've, uh, I've only i've only one one thing left that i did i streamed gd7 First on my German channel, I wanted to look into it. I had never before played GT7 or any other GT for that for that matter. The first time I streamed it, and I thought I would play like for one hour, have a look into it, and see what all the fuss is about. 
I spent three hours in it and I could not stop. I was live streaming for three hours <laughs> and I was I got so sucked in. They it's really nice. managed cool. to completely suck me in and I needed to get that that best lap, that best time in order to completely destroy my buddy Marco. He's also here on the channel sometimes. His time on, <laughs> on the license thing. I needed to I needed to get him. I was playing the same track, the, the same part, like I think I don't know. Oh. 20 times over and over again over and over over and over because i, <laughs> I needed thought, to I thought get you meant, time i thought you meant it took you three hours to do one lap <laughs> no, 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 no. i was going from from license to license and i needed uh, to win it every single every single um high score or best time and i got it and i it got me so hooked you know it got me so motivated i needed to be faster and I love it now. I you know, I can't wait to go into it. I was thinking like probably I could live in this now, just <laughs> playing GD7. And I'm I'm not like a sim racer, but probably because of GD7, I will become one. That, and it's are you exactly. transitioning to a race race game? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's sucking me in. I, I want to live stream this all the time. You know? Are so, you playing on a controller or are you playing on a wheel? I, no, question. I'm even I'm even just playing on the dual sense wow. controller. I don't wow. need, need it. Gotta no. need a steering yeah. wheel, definitely. So I'm doing like this, Wheels right? Are, I'm it's, using yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's a game. Are you using the you motion on the on I'm, the controller? I'm using I'm using the motion. Wow. They, yeah, yeah, yeah they cool. told me like like the German community, they were watching it and they are like com complete uh yeah, geeks with that. And they said it's it's better the motion than to use the thumbstick. And they, they're really? right. Really? So if you only have dual sense. Change it to the motion thing. It is pretty okay. accurate and it works really better. So yeah, okay. yeah, I, I got so sucked in. Wow, it is so good to have your friends also doing the same laps. They also have to do the same licenses and stuff, right? And then you can compete against them. So I was motivated. And now, then on Twitter, I posted it that I need now um, people from from the English speaking community <laughs> also on my PSN network of friends so i can also be motivated to to get your times right like yeah, like yeah. eric like like your your best times i want to get you, did them. you beat some of them yeah i know we gotta try i, I, do it. I haven't i haven't looked at them yet but i will stream <laughs> that soon again because it sucked me so deep into it and it doesn't even look good i thought right i, I don't think it looks super great it's okay but it's just like the gameplay is so good Yes, <laughs> that's my little rant. You quickly forget about. I mean, you, I the, the visuals are are beautiful, but you quickly forget about it because you're having so much fun in it, and you just feel like you're there. I mean, it doesn't have to be exactly perfect because there is. It's not perfect, but it makes uh, you no. feel so good when you're in there playing. It just you kind of like forget about any of the little issues, and and actually, people in chat are saying it is sixty uh, reprojected to one. Oh, really? I didn't okay, notice it? any reprojection oh, wow. at all either. Okay. So oh, yeah, I think it was, uh, works really I well. it was a native 90. That's pretty good. That works really well. It works really well, I think. I didn't have problems with the reprojection in that game. No. It's it just feels smooth. Oh, and it makes it immersion well. so fast. It's maybe maybe because the scenery is going by so fast, maybe you don't notice any of the reprojection. <laughs> that could be. Could be. Could um, be. Yeah. But I didn't see it at all. It's oh, it's it's great. Yeah, we're going to talk about all this, but now let's start with the show and <laughs> let's start with the PlayStation VR <laughs> 2 hardware, right? And we're going to get into the software later as well. So let's start with Todd. Todd, you are our guest of honor today. And Todd, <laughs> and Todd 
Um, I watched a part of the show of your Q2C show um, and you just wanted to talk about the device and you said like, you are not a console gamer. Never have been, right? So this is probably mm. the first time that you got the PlayStation 5. And um, tell us about your thoughts about the PlayStation VR 2. Um, yeah, I, I, I have a PlayStation 3, I have a PlayStation 4. I've got kids, so they, they like those kind of games. And, you know, they're in the house, but it's never anything that I... I'm a Call of Duty player. I play competitive Call of Duty, and I have for like 10 years. So that's PC games are my thing. Um, but with PSVR 2, I had to get a console. So now I needed a PlayStation 5. So the, the price of the PlayStation VR 2 kind of doubles when you now need to go buy a console. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So for so, you, it was yeah. more like a thousand plus dollars. It was, yep. More than that, even yeah, yeah. Canadian. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, it yeah, was Canadian, right. $850 <laughs> just for the headset. So. Did you get any free games, Todd, uh, with it at all? I got Call of the Mountain. I got the Call of the oh, Mountain. Okay, Mountain that's level. cool. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. And then with the console, I got Ragnarok. Ah uh, yes. So okay. it's it got yeah. war. It's not it's not in VR, but it's still a good game. So I it's, even it's saw GT game. GT played it inside his headset on the cinematic mode and said oh, it was amazing. Yeah. So oh yep. that I mode is Harry fantastic. I played like that. I'm oh, yeah. really? Yeah. I haven't done the cinematic you mode yet. Everybody's it's, it's, good. it's good. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. yeah. And you can play oh, like anywhere because I had to move my PlayStation upstairs and I have my reclining chairs there and now we can just play in a reclining chair. Oh nice. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. That's cool. Okay, Todd, tell us. So, okay, so you had to buy the PlayStation 5 in order to get the PlayStation VR 2. So, all in all, it is not cheap. It is it's, it's way more expensive than just to get the the, the Quest 2, for example. Right. But st but still, tell tell us um how do you like That's it now? So much better. I was lucky. I got to I went to Sweden to visit Resolution Games back in November and I right. was able to play the PSVR 2 and play some Demio. Uh, so oh, yeah. I had a little first time experience with it then. And then of course at CES in Las Vegas, I got to use it again and play Call of the Mountain. So, you know, I was kind of prepared. I kind of knew what to expect when I, when I got it, but it's just different. Like Tatiana and Matt both said, it feels like I need to give it back to someone. It doesn't feel <laughs> like the first day I had it. I think I played six or seven games because I thought I need to play as much as I possibly can. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's, like, it's, it's kind of calming down now because it's you know it's it's always here so i'm like oh you know what i can play it whenever i want i forgot <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so todd yeah. you've actually you're in that position that i'm in then you had to buy the playstation 5 and the vr 2 as well so that's, that's that's my problem like I, i'll have to lay out quite a bit of money to do so which i i could do but i kind of don't want to at the same time so but i suppose yeah. you know, thinking about it it's still the price of say a valve index And you still got to get a massive, really powerful computer as well. So it's still great value for money if you're going to use it. So that's right. And exactly. With, yeah. That's the point. S5 is amazing. The OLED screens <laughs> and with the, the foveated rendering and the face haptics. Um, there's face haptics in Song of the Smoke. There's face haptics in uh, Call of the Wild. There's face haptics or Call of the Mountain um, in uh, Gran Turismo. You feel that thing vibrating all the time, and it's just so <laughs> immersive. It's so cool. I, and I how was cool like is that? shocked I'm tracking the first UI. Like when you're, you're right. selecting the menus and then there are games where you can actually interact with the characters by looking at them. I mean, that's amazing. Like XR Elite, you know, that the tiny one from HTC, that's more expensive than PlayStation VR 2 and PlayStation 5. And you also need the computer if you want to play anything that would come remotely close 
to the quality that you will get. And you still will not get all the features of the hardware. So sorry, that's like a pain yeah. point for me. Like, I know it's expensive, but not in this industry. <laughs> like not right. when you compare right. it to anything that could come even close to it. Right. Agreed. It's a good point with the XRLE that it's kind of expensive, right? If you think about like, okay, you can get a PS5 and the PSVR 2 for the price of the XRLE. But anyways, that's another topic. So Todd, for you, it was <laughs> worth it. And which part do you like about the device? Uh, it was totally worth it. Um, it, really? it's kind of blowing I hope my you mind. say it wasn't. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whoops. No, I'm, I'm returning it all. Yeah. I'm not returning it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. I think there's a couple of things, you know, it's not perfect, um, but for its value and for how much it costs and what you get, I think you're getting more than, than its value. It should be a more expensive headset now that I've played with it, you know, extensively. Um, okay, it, it does cool. feel, it feels a little cheap. It's so light, it feels cheap. Even though it's, you know, the technology that's in it, we all know isn't cheap. It's 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 yeah. very advanced. We've seen the teardown, it's like really yeah. good. Like it's very good stuff, but it is ridiculously light, which makes it yeah. easy for you to go into a three-hour Gran Turismo stream and not even <laughs> exactly. think about it, right? Yeah. You, you just exactly. don't even realize it's on your face. It's, it's yeah. that comfortable. It, wow. It's kind of ridiculous, but I did, I did see some creators like complaining about the... the uh, the, the belt of the hat so that it feels cheaper than a Quest 2. I think, are you freaking kidding no. me? Okay, People yeah. can never be satisfied. If you make uh, yeah. it like more oh, solid, yeah. then it's, oh, it's so heavy, so bulky. Yeah, this exactly. is 2023. I've if even seen like people light yeah. materials like oh well, this is cheap like the the nitpicking <laughs> in in our community for some stuff is crazy like is sometimes crazy. I must spend, like what we are only talking now about the freaking Mura yeah, yes it is a topic <laughs> it, it is absolutely a topic right but but, but come like, on well, I'm like so blown away <laughs> by, by Horizon Call of the Mountain and I see people like just talking about the Mura. Mura and cable. Return it. I don't understand it. Like, oh, the PlayStation VR 2 is blurry. Like, like what? Okay. <laughs> yeah. if, I, if I come from my if I come from my um from my from my G2 or fr from my from my Pamis Crystal and then go into it, like yes, compared to that, it is blurry. But in general, no. I needed to make the that's why I made the through the lens uh, video to just show people like no, because, you know, if you don't have the headset and then you read that or see a video where the person says, oh, it's blurry, you get the wrong you get the wrong thoughts about the headset. Right. You know, yep. mm, I think, too, I think because the headset is bigger. Too. Yeah, that's true, too. But yeah, I think because yeah. the headset is bigger, um, you feel that it's because it's so light, it almost feels like it should be cheap. I mean, you can tell it looks like it is well made, but it's 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 actually the headset itself looks fairly big, like the whole front of it is really big so when you hold it, it, it you it feel is. It, like you think it's going to be you think it's, it's like, going to be heavy it's like comical right. it's, it's, like, it's comically, yeah it's like it's but like it, huge so there's it's a like disconnect the between head. the size of what it is and how much it weighs so then that's why people are like wow it feels really cheap but you got to remember is people are thinking you know it's a quest 2 where you have all this other stuff jammed inside of it that you don't need right. here in the playstation vr 2 and that's why it's so light but if you look at it, if you look at the way it's built and how it's made, it 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 is well well made. It's not cheap at all. But it I, sure I get the feeling feel that way. I get the feeling it would probably survive a drop test. 
If Steve, you accidentally drop yeah, it, Todd, drop that, drop yeah. that thing yeah. real quick, Todd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, try it. Well, Eric, you have, Eric, you have two. You have two. Oh, that's true. I do have Exactly. Eric, it must be you. It must be you who drops it. Oh, we're just we're disconnecting. I'm losing my signal here. I just wanted to say one more thing. I've seen a lot of comparisons between the Quest Pro comparing the build quality on the Pro compared to the PSVR 2. And I think that's a ridiculous comparison. It the, is. the Quest Pro is three times the price, and you need a computer with, you know, a $3,000 computer to get anywhere near the quality of graphics. The field of view exactly. is bigger. You know, the there's things in the Quest Pro that, you know, face uh, facial tracking, eye tracking, that, that make it unique. I love my Quest Pro. I use it all the time. I haven't touched my Quest 2 since I bought my Quest Pro, to give you an Makes idea. Sense, yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. But it is yeah. nothing compared. You can't compare it to this thing. It is totally different. Totally agree to that. So, Todd, yeah. what is the the game that has sucked you in the most until now? The game that you want to go back after this stream would end here. It will end, obviously. But but what will you? <laughs> what do you want? To, what do you want to go into? Gran Turismo. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and, and it's oh, and yeah. it's frustrating oh, because I have a wheel right here. <laughs> oh, that must be good. It doesn't work. Oh no! <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why not? Why yeah, not? I got the G twenty seven, so it's a PS three yeah. wheel I've had for ten ah. years. Okay. I they, think we have everybody the same tells one. me everybody tells me that you can make it work. Wow. So I bought this little resolution two thing to make it work. Doesn't work. Oh so no, that is I don't so know sad. what to do next. Oh, we just no. find a new one. The new one. Just just go get a new one. I think um, I just need to go I'm get so, a new one. Yeah, yeah. Because I was also really excited about it. Um, unfortunately, they have a very s strict like selection of steering wheels that work for this game so it's not like oh any steering wheel can you can just map it no like you have this 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 so you can select it um actually yeah. no we have a probably different one we have like a, a drive force driving force a grand turismo oh, okay. driving force steering wheel but anyway we were still kind of disappointed but it was an old one it was made for playstation uh three yeah same. <laughs> but You're it was right. still working right. with stuff um but yeah i I think it's well worth the purchase because I'm already enjoying GT7 so much and I can only imagine that it'll get so much better. I don't do racing games. So when I first got the same the game, year, I, I was like, it. I'm not buying same a wheel. Way. There's no way I'm spending three hundred dollars on a wheel. There's no way. I'm, I'm now that I've played right now, though, for like I, three hours. I tried I, I, I tried I'm, it I'm both ways. One today. <laughs> I tried it both ways and you need to go get this wheel. Yeah, okay. I have the stand, okay. I think so I can take the wheel off the stand and put the new wheel on the stand. So I'm okay there. I just need the wheel. So yeah, so oh my say, can speak to, Steve can probably speak to this more because he is into these types of rigs. But even just yeah. a simple, basic stand with the wheel, you don't have to go crazy. The level of immersion is so much different mm -hmm. than just holding Absolutely. a controller. It's insane. Yeah, how like, and I've had this thing for over a year and a half, and I've used it once before yesterday. And I was in it for okay. six hours yesterday. <laughs> wow. And, and now okay. I'm thinking about totally get the it. chair. I want the chair part. <laughs> I want the chair part. I want some kind of rumble seat. Now I'm like, I'm I'm about to go down a rabbit hole. I don't want to go down. My, 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 wife, my wife does not want me to go down. I can tell you that right now. I totally get it. Wow. Did, did you say, Todd, that you're not really much of a racer as well? Not, not much of a race sim? No. I, so I'm, both, I'm a first-person shooter guy. This is, so, this is yeah. what I'm interested same in. Here, both, here, exactly. Yeah, both you and Seb are not into race sims. You both no. tried them, no doubt, but now you love them. So what what's changed? What is it that's really it's gone ridiculous. in your head? Like, it's when, so I play motivating. A, when I play a racing game on a flat screen, I find it 
it's so non-immersive. I find it kind of boring. Um, unless you're playing with with friends, multiplayer, it's a it's a whole new game. But when you're inside Gran Turismo and I'm passing a guy and I can shoulder check and watch as I'm passing him, and, and he's I, checking so you I too sometimes, <laughs> and he's he's looking at me and. It is ridiculous, and the quality so of the graphics you, is so high. It feels like you're in the car, like it's. Yeah. Crazy. Have you have you not tried a race sim in VR then on PC before? Um, is, is it just been crappy 2D? ones? That okay. I, I just wondered because like mm -hmm. there is like project cars and a yeah, set right. of I, and all I those in VR. Them. I right, could right. never get a set of courses to work. So how does you know, it compare to, to those? You know. Well, I did play them, but I didn't play them long enough, honestly speaking. They didn't like suck me in as much as GD7 did. Yeah, like, why? GD7, why is that? They, yeah, they, they kind of um, slowly get get you into it. They, they teach you what you have to do, and they make you collect cars. It's somehow okay. Okay, they know it, how it, to make you feel addicted to it. You know, they the yes, know. Yes, yeah. it's it's about the game mostly than VR. I mean, VR just makes right. it so much more VR immersive. Is just, but exactly. it's the yeah, but it's the structure of the game where you always have something to do. It's not just, okay, I, mean, yeah, oh, okay I have these tracks. Should I do tracks? Why? Because <laughs> here, yeah. like, okay, you do this track, you get that car. If you do that track, you get money. If you get money, you can tune cool. your car and then you can, like, and buy a new car. So there's, there's a good always something Career to progression. Do. Yeah, right. so so there's good. a reason to play. Yeah, Licensing. Totally. And they've been like yeah. that from the very beginning. The first cool. time I tried cool. it was on PlayStation 1, Gran Turismo. Wow. Wow. Imagine. First Gran Turismo. Yeah. And they still had the licenses. They had tuning. They had, like, cars. They had... I was so impressed. Like, uh, I know the game came out like last year, so I could have tried it before, but again, I had no reason for it. But I was so glad to see that all these basic components of the game from many, many years ago are still there, just a thousand times better. And now in VR. Right. And now, yeah. on, on top of all of that that we said now, the great thing is that all the people that you know are in it and you can play their game, their, the times. You know, yeah. that's really, that, that really motivates me so much to see the friends there in the friend list and to try to beat their times. That, that is really like, like the, the extra motivator that, that gets me going. I, I want to get back <laughs> as soon as possible. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. I was the same way. The Imagine like Forza when you, Horizon. When you have to open the, yeah, when you have to open the li licenses, you can see everybody's times on the track. And that's what I spent most of my time in. Like, I wasn't even getting in the too. races because too. I was, like, exactly. trying to beat everybody else. I'm like, I, they can't be in front of me. I need to get out there. <laughs> that is the point. <laughs> I need to get back into it after this stream. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> it's fantastic. Okay, cool. Cool. Todd, so now we know that for you it was worth it to get the PlayStation 5 and the PSVR 2. So now I'd like to hear from you, Tatiana. What are your thoughts now that you own the device? You've played it before at CES, right? But now you have it there next to you. Um, what are your thoughts? Uh, so we already talked so much about how awesome this headset is, and I stand by every word that I said and what you guys said, but we can talk. We can we can be the devil's advocate. We can talk about no, some, of course. There there are negatives problems, for yeah. sure. Right? So absolutely, you've mentioned blurriness, right? And I noticed that the first time I tried to CES, like things were not completely in focus, and it was not the ideal setting for me to test the headset because first of all, you know, I only had like thirty minutes. Um, it was like noisy and who knows, maybe there was some kind of interferences because it was CS and I, the guy was trying to convince me that I messed up eye tracking. So for some reason, <laughs> anyway, at home, you could really, 
just dive in and make sure that everything is set up properly and you can test it. I can confirm that the sweet spot there is kind of small. Super it's small. And the Quest. Yeah. What's it like compared to the Quest? I think, yes. I think it's, I, for me, I Similar. feel it's smaller. It's, yeah. I think it's small, really. Really? Like, I, I really have to, the, I have okay. to find it. But the good thing is once you have dialed it in, it will stay yeah. in the sweet spot. That's the thing for me. Like, yes, you have to find it. <laughs> but for, for me, it stays. Okay, for you, no. Not for me. It shifts all the time. I've, I've, I've found okay. myself you trying still have to hair. set it up. <laughs> and uh, I, I, honestly, I'm still working on finding that perfect position. And I'm, you know, I'm a, a frequent VR owner. And then I have my, my test subject, <laughs> my husband, who is <laughs> not using VR as much. So I'm like, try this headset, see how it fits. And he always has trouble finding like the best position. Okay. Uh, because you know, only you're the only one who can find the best one, and it takes some time. And uh, you know, it, it took him a, a long time to kind of find it comfortably. And I still don't think that he found it. I think he's just like, okay, let's let's just start. Okay. I just want to see this. Okay. So yeah, probably for um, you also, can... he has to change the IPD always. Like for me, I don't need to change the IPD setting anymore, right? So I'm like dialed in, and then it's go it's go time. Yeah, I think that's the problem. But here's the thing: some people are very impatient. Not everybody right. wants to change these things. <laughs> yeah. and I totally, they you're just right. Want to you're try right. a game for 30 minutes. I'm like, ah, it's just eye tracking. Let's just go for it. And then they end up not having a good experience. And um, that can kind of create the bad impression, maybe undeserved because the settings weren't uh, properly set. But basically that's the, that's the thing. And, and there's a thing like, you know, it is not edge to edge clarity. So if you're looking to the edges, even though like there's foveated rendering, you should have it sharp all the time. At the edges, it's blurring. So you don't have that clarity to the very edges of the screen, um, which is kind of I'm, for me, well, disappointing. I'm, uh, it seems like I'm a very lucky person. Since seems my eyes are perfectly shaped for VR and they are very close <laughs> to the lenses. Because when I'm, in, when I'm in the PSVR 2 and once I've found the sweet spot, I have super nice edge stretch clarity. Actually, What's your better IPD than said? my IPD is 64. So same as mine. Oh, yeah, you're average. I am the average guy. You know, so I'd be okay then because I've got the same IPD as you said. So I'm Could quite be. lucky as well. It, it What's also your IPD? On, uh, it also Tatiana. depends on where your eyes are, right? Your eyes can be uh, like deep in the skull, so then they are further away from the screen, and that okay, will also yeah. be bad. Or you can wear glasses, and then also you're further away, and then also you will have what Tatiana said that uh, probably. Um, the edge stretch clarity is not so good anymore. So yeah, it's so yeah. you belong to the people so, who don't have it so good. Yeah. <laughs> so far, that's the issue I found that I'm still working on kind of finding this perfect position. Then uh, when I was recording Horizon, my headset lost tracking multiple times during wow. those first two minutes, oh, okay. uh, two minute demo. During the most amazing scenes where I was looking forward to seeing, you know, where that huge mech, uh, mechanical dinosaur is like you. stepping over oh, you, I was looking yeah. up and it's like lost tracking. Oh, and it happened annoying. several times. And uh, I was thinking, why, why is that happening? And uh, when I was recording, I had this like kind of uh, a big light, uh, um, you know, beaming at me. So I thought maybe it's too strong. Maybe when I lift my head that, somehow it messes up with the camera so i turned off the light and i turned off a turn on a different light so basically it wasn't the best lighting for recording 
But I think that fixed the problem, I think. But I got very annoyed <laughs> that yeah, at those right. very crucial moments, the hacker right. kind of went like, oh, you have this tracking problem. And the mistake, the window went away in two seconds and I went back to the menu. So I didn't even have enough time to see what caused the tracking problem. So, yeah, not IPD? everything is perfect. Tatiana, what is your IPD? Just out of curiosity compared to mine and Seb's. I think it's 65. I'll need to remember okay, okay. because so... I, I thought it was 64, but I've noticed that. It doesn't look very good, so I think it's it's a little bit it's sixty five, but I'll measure it again to make sure. So it's not it's not, it's a, not a weird if, one. Yeah, I think if you have a small IPD, you may have a little problem because I just noticed that it, I had when I first put it on, I had it set at like really low, and it hurt my nose because okay. when yeah. you, if you were, I think if you were down in the sixty one range or something or even lower, the the lenses are so close together, and there really isn't much of a face gasket here. And it really hurt my nose until I and I have a 68 IPD, so I had to go way out. Um, so yeah, I had to. So once I got myself like 67, 68, I was fine. But I think if you have really small IPD, this might be a little uncomfortable. Mm. Yeah, right. We need more people to try it out and tell us about this for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell tell us a bit more about your experiences with the device, Tatiana. Um, well, yeah, I was kind of focusing on the negatives so that people don't say that we are uh, just PSVR2 fan boys and girls and only talk about <laughs> all the fun stuff. It's not perfect, but that's exactly what no, I was is, trying to say, Absolutely. even from the very beginnings that, that it's not it's not ideal. But once you're in the game, you're enjoying it, you kind of forget about it all because I noticed Mura, I noticed, you know, the sweet spots and all of that. Right. But, the gameplay just sucks you in. You want to keep going. I, I played Horizon probably for like two and a half hours before I started getting a little tired. I know I, I can't really get, be in VR for like four hour, four hours. That's like pretty good though. Two and a half hours. It's not bad at all. That it's you know, pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty long. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it has it's nothing. Pretty... <laughs> <laughs> but it has nothing to do with like I me not liking VR. It, the fact that I don't spend four hours in there is purely like physical. And I've, I've um, been to. I've pen, I spent six and a half hours in the Vari Aero once. But obviously, that's a oh. different type of headset. But yeah, six and a yeah, half right. hours. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. But, yeah, for, it's, it's but then good. again, for gaming, I wouldn't. I can't last any more than two hours when I'm actually gaming because I'm moving around and stuff. So that's wow. plenty of time right. for me. Eric, look at all these lightweights. Yeah, I've done 12. <laughs> I did I did, uh, I did a live stream for breast yeah. cancer awareness and I did 12 oh. hours straight in the quest quest 2. 12 hours. Oh, 12 hours. Right, that's it. Live that stream. Hopefully hopefully yeah, you yeah, had like yeah, a yeah. bobo or kiwi oh on. <laughs> yeah, I was I was I was hooked up to the it was I hooked it up to PC so I could I could stream it but yeah, I mean it was uh, yeah. that was a long night. Like I took a couple breaks <laughs> just to use the bathroom. But other yeah. than that, who was 12 straight out. Tatiana oh. came in and joined us for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember oh, that's it was cool. so nice. We were playing after the fall. That's yep. right. oh, that, that is great. That is great. We're playing after the fall. It was really great. Yeah, um, also, I just keep realizing that I have super sensitive skin because no matter what headset I wear, I always have. <laughs> yeah, you got the hat, red thing. <laughs> yes. I can remember Even your Quest Pro video. Like you're the, the first person on this planet Earth on YouTube who has the device or something. And then you show off like, wow, look at this. And it turns out. It turns out that it's really like uh, putting a lot of pressure on your forehead, right? The oh, yeah. Pro. Now, now we know. Like now I have oh, some yeah. comfort mod, which is better now. But um, yeah, the original is kind of like heavy on your forehead. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you were saying that you played for a long time and you and I asked you, you didn't have any like VR no, face after that. wearing. 
Not so bad. No, not not as I bad it. as you in the video. I get it. I get it just for wearing a hat. <laughs> that one's oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I right, definitely right. feel it. Honestly, yeah, I get it, yeah. the only headset probably on this planet that doesn't give me that is the Quest 2 with the Bobo VR um, 2 yep. Pro. Yeah. I think that's the only one. And I honestly, like, that's a, that's that's good. a good enough reason for me to keep using it because yeah. it doesn't give me wrinkles and doesn't give me all this terrible. Because <laughs> so, I was playing uh gd7 and i was recording it and after that i wanted to record the video with a with an accessory i'm like i can't record like this i have like a light across <laughs> my face this is horrible so <laughs> kind of messed up my plan so um I, I, and again i'm not the only one like my partner also had some discomfort with that which is weird because everybody says it's the most comfortable headset and this halo design it really is comfortable again um finding the right position can be a bit of a challenge not even for new users but for veterans like like me so i can imagine some people still like finding things to complain about which sure. is okay i mean it's not I, like it's a headset that custom prints the gasket for exactly. your face. But I want one of those custom printed gaskets for Yeah, me too. I also want them. Yeah. Everybody, yeah, yeah, everybody wants, them. Everybody wants them and nobody's going to buy them. Yeah. Everybody yeah, right. wants them and nobody's going to buy them. <laughs> yeah, does really it not expensive. float? Does it, obviously with the Halo design, does it not kind of just float above your face rather than being like, Kind of attached to it as such. Does it have it's to be? Yeah, it does. It does. The visor floats. The visor floats in front of your face, but yeah, there's still do like some that connection, idea. like the forehead, right? Yeah. There's a. You should all just yeah. put it on now and just like, get a screenshot. Yeah, yeah. So this is not. This is actually not very soft. If you touch it, no. it's pretty hard. Like yeah, okay. um, the facial interface is extremely thin. Doesn't have any padding. It's it, it's almost like. It's just a rubber, and then you can totally feel the plastic part right here. So I have a it, like oh, a right. notch right it here. It actually so, might yeah. it actually might be better with that like lateral strap that we all kind of like put on the uh, Quest Pro now. That the all strap right. that goes sideways that might actually I can yeah like Todd yeah. has there that might yeah. actually end up helping. The, just, yeah, the studio I guarantee somebody will have. Yeah, I guarantee somebody will have but, something. You know. But do you really need it? Like for me, I really I feel like but... this is this is one of the headsets where you don't need a comfort mode. Finally, because I can really like wear it for hours and it's fine. I think it's a softer yeah, of course. forehead piece. Yeah, and I just I'm just yeah. feeling line. I think it comes off. So maybe someone will make a. For sure, we'll have for something. sure we'll have some comfort mods. But anyways, let me also chime in now on the negatives. Right now that we're here, let's let's do it. So I must tell you guys, when I first put it on, and when I went through the first setup, I was a bit shocked about the the God rays that I saw because yes, this has Fresnel lenses, right? And Fresnel lenses have those concentric rings, and well, they are prone to God rays to having these these light light things i don't know how to call it light reflections or you know these kind of um yeah problem problematic um light thing coming out of these high contrast scenes especially on white letters with a black background and unfortunately sony has in my opinion made the mistake to show exactly that in the beginning when you first put the headset on you're going to see white text on black background and it does not look good it looks no. bad there is got rays coming out of these letters and you have chromatic aberration right this kind of rainbow 
shining things around the white text. And I thought like, yep. oh, no, that is truly a bad start. That is truly a bad start. Did you also feel like this in the very first moment, Eric? Yeah. I did. I did see it. Um, see, and I hate God rays because, it, and and I have a valve index that I absolutely love, but I don't <laughs> yeah, go to it, it all the time because of the God rays. Because of that, so right? Bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I am like, and I'm think I'm more prone to God rays than most because it really bothers me in that headset. Um, so I did see it there. Um, and it, 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 it and you're right because for somebody seeing it for the first time and you see it on the menu screen, that's going to be a bit of a put off. What I didn't notice, though, is in the game, which is really where I, I didn't notice it as much in-game, which is a good That's, thing. And that is exactly what it, my next point. So, like, um, like setting it up, I thought, like, oh, that looks bad. Bad start. But then I put Horizon in, and I am in, on that kayak or whatever, and uh, the view gets uh, unblurred because in the first moment you don't see, like, everything clear. And I was like, what? What is going on? <laughs> And then I thought, okay, it's it's no problem at all. It's even less of a problem you're not gonna get, yeah, in the index. You're not going to get God rays in a game like that, though. But what about, say, Resident Evil or something dark with, with bright colors? That that new one it, it that was, was released uh, mentioned I think, in that... I think, uh, I, think text, I think text is worse, is the worst. Yeah. But other, yeah. other than that, it's, it was not so bad, honestly speaking. It's not as bad as the, the Valve Index for sure. It is probably on the level of the Quest 2. So no Man's Sky, that would be an interesting test. Yeah. yeah, and like like Kayak Mirage, they also have those um, modes where you can um, do the kayaking at night and then you can look at the moon and that's also obviously that, that bright thing with the black background. And yes, there is some god rays, but it's honestly, it's not bad. It's not so bad at all, just like probably Quest 2 level. So it's absolutely bearable. But I don't think you would ever like want to read lots of text with it. Uh, once this gets gets hacked for PC VR use, I don't think you want, want to do virtual desktop to do your taxes on that virtual screen or what, <laughs> right? And I don't think that's what it's for, right? So, but there is there is God rays, yes, and there is um, chromatic aberration as well, and yeah, the sweet spot is small. Right? These are for me the negatives. Is it also what you felt and taught about the sweet spot you as a glasses wearer? Yeah, thankfully my prescription is is, is only really bad in one eye, so I don't wear my glasses in ah, VR. Okay. Most of uh, my headsets I have real optics lenses, so I have the inserts, which is right. great. PSVR two ones are coming, um, but the sweet spot is very small. And my only yes. as a as a as a veteran VR user. I would say it's not that big of a deal. I can find the sweet spot when I put the headset on. It takes 10 seconds to find that spot. Um, the God Rays are definitely there. I think I notice them more in my index than I do in the PSVR 2. Yeah, and they don't sure. really bother me in the index. I'm just so used to them. So I don't know. Maybe as a new user, it might be off-putting. I think the biggest problem is the smallness of the sweet spot. Like if I put this on my brother-in-law, is he going to sit there for half an hour and bitch because it's, blurry because he can't find that sweet spot is it too difficult to tune it in for new players that's that's my uh, one really big concern i have because that could be very okay. off-putting to someone new to vr right right so they they should for sure do this kind of first setup where you see your eyes right the first that, setup and the setup is very good yeah setup is fantastic it's right fantastic. you see yeah. your own eyes on the screen and um yeah you see if they are in the middle of the lens and if not you simply adjust that IPD adjustment wheel, yeah. and you see that also being represented on the screen, and then you're good. 
if your eyes are in the middle of the lenses, then it will right. say "bing," and you're in it, and that is truly well made. Yeah. Anyways, so that is something that we have to look out for. If uh, first-time users will understand that they have to find the sweet spot, probably they will. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Right. They will. And, and every time you move the headset to someone else, you have to redo that thing. Right. And, right. and I wish that the um, there was a shortcut to that or something. You know, like it's it's yeah. deep in the settings to find that option where to, oh, I was looking for it to find out how. To, okay, yeah. if someone comes over to my house, how do I do this all over again? So right. you, you found it, but you, you got to dig for it. That shouldn't be like as that. someone who shares my headset a lot. I can confirm this is a big issue. And new users, they just they do not want to go into those settings every single time. And they just think that it's not a big deal and they will put it on. And again, just they will be disappointed that they can't find the sweet spot, that it looks blurry. And then they'll obviously just start blaming the headset and saying this is a piece of, you know, yeah, something. Piece of, that, piece of blurry crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah that, oh, I can say that. Okay. <laughs> I sure. Yeah, of course. No um, worries. And, and and that will be it for them, you know, and that is the first impression that you don't want to get from a headset that is so highly anticipated that has the potential to like completely transform the VR gaming industry. You really need to make it more user friendly to have that thing, to have it set up for multiple users, because, yeah, that's something that's like a family device that every every family member will be using and everyone has different settings. You have to make it user friendly. I, I do like though how the the eye setup is is mirrored to the television, so it is yeah. easier to walk through someone because you can see what they're looking at and be right. like, okay, That's look cool. up to the right, look up to the left, because you can see what they're doing. When you're trying to yeah. set up someone in the quest and change the IPD or you know try to find that sweet spot, you're you're shooting in the dark because you can't turn on Just... the mixed reality mode or the uh, the casting until that's done. Right. Doesn't it feel right. a bit like we've kind of like having a conversation that we used to have even a year ago it feels like we've gone back in time a little bit when we when we talk about fresnel lenses and i, I don't want to be that pc vr elitist guy i don't but once you have but... experienced <laughs> but <laughs> if once you have experienced pancake lenses and spherical lenses which is where the industry is now going to anyway it's i find it very strange why they did not even well i'm sure they probably thought about it but I, it makes no sense to me Actually, i know they said to you sebastian yeah. I know they said that is because right. of extra light. But no, the exactly. PlayStation 1 didn't that have a spherical lenses anyway. The first one did. So it, why couldn't it, they just... It did have. Yes, yeah, so why have. couldn't they have done that for PlayStation 2? I find that quite strange. Right. But spherical lenses also have their um, disadvantages. Like they are heavier. That's number one. And they introduce lots of distortions. So if you use your PSVR 1 and look through it, everything will be fine. But if you move the eye box a bit, you will see that... Um, the, ge the geometry is going to be completely distorted. And with so, PSVR 2, you don't have that. So, so how come then? How come yeah. Meta was able to produce an amazing lens design? That The Pancake lenses in the Quest Pro are yeah, phenomenal. They're great. The Quest and Pro OLED is so much better here. I just in have fact, yeah, I, I will say, because I have I, tried it now, it's actually as good as the Varia Air in terms of lenses, I think. And that is saying something, really is. Yes. Wow. It also has the... Um, not in terms of resolution, but obviously the lenses themselves. But it also has great brightness as well. So I just think Sony being Sony, why couldn't they have just added that extra bit of thought? Maybe to that? price. Because, yeah. Maybe price. price. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. already yeah. climbing so high. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Perhaps. Like, you know, when I was making that comparison video, I've said, yeah, Fernell lenses is, was like the biggest shock. 
when you saw the specs it's of just CSU, to me. it's like awesome, awesome, awesome. And then right. Cornell lenses. And I Don't could agree. the only reason I could think is just, you know, it's already climbing high. People are already complaining that it's expensive. And I read that they were working on this patented technology to remove the god rays, which obviously it either didn't work or they decided not to put it in there because we see lots of lots of god rays. But um, yeah, that's kind of a missed yeah, opportunity tr here. Tr tr truthfully for me, that is my biggest hurdle of just buying it right now. Like literally click clicking on that button and buying it it's, and everything. But it's for me though, you, it's, it's, it's the yeah. colors that pop so much though. That like, I, I love pancake lenses too. I love the Quest Pro. Uh, I love I love all the new headsets that use the pancake lenses. I've never seen the OLEDs in here. The blacks are so good, but the colors are so much better. It's the trade-off is so much worth it. Yeah, yeah. It's so much, it's so true. And um, Steve, you know, the Vario Aero, it looks really nice, right? In terms of colors and such. But I'm telling you, the PSVR 2 colors are better. And the thing is, even brighter well, should as be. the as should the, be. Even brighter as the Aero, and the Aero is already very bright, right? The Aero is super Before. bright. Before anyone says this, right, in the comments or later, I'm not comparing the Vario Aero to the PSVR 2. I'm not doing that, okay? Yeah, right. That would be ridiculous. I'm just saying in terms of where the industry is going, we are getting that push towards pancake You're right. lenses. So of course. it's going to be the only headset in, a, in the, say, another couple of years' time that's going to have Fresnel lenses. I just find that I a agree with you. a risky mood. I, I agree with you, but they had to go for some compromises to be able to sell this at $550. And again, $550 is, in my opinion, a frigging steal for what you get. Not just the headset right, with the rumble and all the stuff, but also these controllers, which I think are fantastic. So, yeah, it made sense. So they, they had to source lots of um, displays, obviously. Right? Then they had these displays and they are really good. And in order to really make it shine, if they would have used pancake lenses, I don't think we would have that kind of brightness that we have right now because the brightness is so good. Like in, in um, Horizon, Call of the Mountain, there's the sun, obviously, right? And you can look into it and it, it's kind of bright. It is like probably yeah. one of the brightest things I've seen in VR. So I is could that... wear sunglasses in, in, the, in the PSVR too and it would be kind of okay, I think. Yeah. <laughs> is that down to the HDR though as well as rather than the lenses? I, but is that yes. that's the HDR doing its job? I think it's it? both. I think, it, I think it's definitely yeah. a huge a huge part of both. I think, I think you're getting the OLED. You're, with the OLED, you're getting the rich, deep colors, but the HDR is absolutely... Um, a big a big factor here as well right right so oh. eric what are your thoughts about the device yeah I, i'm exactly along the same lines with you guys this is a this is not the perfect headset this is not going to save vr you know what i mean everybody said this was a headset that's going to save vr number one vr doesn't need to be saved vr is doing just fine yes, exactly. tech, the tech industry in general is a little shaky right now but vr itself is doing just fine so it doesn't need saving but this is a headset that's not going to save VR. This is probably not going to outsell the Quest. This is a phenomenal headset that has detractors that everybody should go buy. That's what Including I would me. say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and that's what it is. Yeah. I, there is no perfect headset out there. I can't give you one right now where I can say right. everything on this headset is perfect. This is the best headset. You have to go get it because everything is perfect. This headset's not perfect, but you should still go buy it. Everybody yeah. should go buy it. And, and we've said this about the Quest Pro, and we said it about several different things. But this is a $550 headset. We have been spoiled with the prices of headsets at $300 yeah. and $400. To have exactly. what we have yeah. in this headset with the AAA games that we are going to see, to have it for that kind of price is unheard of. 
but we're spoiled with the other prices, so it, it doesn't feel that way. Um, mm -hmm. Again, this headset definitely has issues. There is mirror, there is screen door effect, there is some God rays, and I've had more fun in it the last two or three days than I've had in virtual reality in a long time. Um, there are multiple games that I want to go back and play right now that I just want to mm -hmm. spend hours and hours in. I'm having a tough time making content right now because I just want to be a freaking gamer. I just want yeah. to play games. Yeah. Same here. Don't narrate it. Just stay was here. The last yeah, exactly. Time say that. It's not a job <laughs> for me right now. I want to have fun. Man, yeah. and that, I, I, I don't so cool. want my fun back. So cool. It's so cool to, see so, to, to exactly. hear so many creators say exactly the same thing about VR because we're all in it. We all started this whole YouTube content creation thing because we are gamers. And it just transformed, you know, into a job, something that we have to do. It's hard to find excitement. I know it's been the same for me too, but oh my god, I, I just, I just want to play again. And I, I have a question for you, by the way, um, because I know that, especially like Todd, you said that you played so many games already on PSVR two. So really, there aren't that many exclusive titles. There are quite a few that were ported from like a Quest game or PC VR game. What is it about, you know? PSVR 2 that makes you want to play those games even though they already existed before because so far I've only played the exclusive games I haven't played I will okay. but I haven't played the games that that let me go for that let me go for that let me go for that one okay. so Star Wars is a really good example I was going to just uh, yeah, talk right, about that right, one. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. it's like I, I played it, I played it on the Quest 2 and I liked it it was a good game but now, when I when I played it in the PSVR 2, it felt just so much better. I, it just felt right. First of all, Star Wars, some parts are like dark and stuff, right? And the blacks are just uh, unbelievable. The okay, visuals. The whole atmosphere, it feels just better. And then the trigger, the adaptive trigger, right? That, that is truly is a game changer. Ridiculously this, cool. This thing, this thing, <laughs> the controllers are such a huge part of the equation. And that yeah. was also true for the PlayStation 5. When I picked up yeah. my PlayStation 5 and had the DualSense controller with the triggers, I felt like, okay, that's why I like the PS5 better than the Xbox for, in general, right? Because of that cool trigger stuff. And to have that now in VR, where you actually, you feel you have something in your hand and then you see also that blaster or however they call these guns from Star Wars. And then you and then you push the trigger and it feels like you really shoot that laser gun. And then yeah. when, when it keeps shooting, you feel it here as well. You, you just rumble. hold the trigger and you still feel something. Yeah. It's it's and every gun that you pick up in that game has a different it trigger different. feel. It's exactly. If it's every different. blaster and, feels different. And then okay. And then I got shot in the face and it vibrated, but strongly. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? Just shoot me in the face. Or yeah, yeah. Shoot you me. just want to get shot okay. in the face. I just okay. want to get shot in the point. face. Shoot me great in the face. Point and a great example. I think you went for the best example here, but let's talk about simpler games. Like, you know, Demio, for example. Uh, you know, Todd, you, you tried it. And it. Eric, too. Yeah. How is the it? The difference is, is more comparable to the Steam version than it is to the Quest version, just for just for clarity and color. But the the blacks and the brights and is completely different than any other version of Demio. It is by far the best looking version, hands down. Like I if I could, I could talk about that for hours. Like it is so so good the color, 
um the, the gameplay is obviously the same the everything else is exactly the same it's cross play so you can play with quest players and steam players and flat players and steam deck players i love that about that game um but just when you're in it the the quality is just so much higher it's just amazing yeah it's really good i would say that song of the smoke was the only one that i played that wasn't completely better uh it was it was quite comparable to the to the quest mm -hmm. version i would say okay. it's you know they're brighter colors just because of the lenses but i wouldn't say it was like blow my mind better or demio is blow your mind better would you guys say that this controller is the best controller we've had ever so you know does it actually yes. beat the valve index controllers everything Absolutely, else yes. let me yes. ask just just this force easy question and it, it's <laughs> yeah. really it's really it's charger <laughs> i don't know i, I love the valve index but the yeah. the 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 the, 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 the contextual the touch when not not having a grip button and having the touch is so uh magneting with the valve index that's one of the biggest attractors for me yeah but other, have other to than squeeze that I love this it. whole thing and not feel any feedback on an index controller right. is annoying like very very annoying okay that's why the, the only problem i, think I don't it. like about this one compared to something like the quest pro controller is the size Bot of the grip button oh. okay it is too small oh, i think it yeah, should yeah, stick yeah. out yeah. further yeah that's it's, right oh okay you mean it's okay you don't mean tiny. like this you think it's like too recessed uh, yeah, I like and the feeling of this that I can, you know, it's adaptive. So the more it's I more analog, it, right? On the, it's a, on the it's a more analog yeah. feel. I like that. This You're is right, a right. clicky. Yeah. Agreed. I'm Agreed. This is probably perfect, the one. But it's this really is the, the one nitpick. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. The one Pass it then. I'm not buying it now. Pass it now. Pass <laughs> <laughs> it. I'm out. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It's interesting. I wonder whether with the batteries and stuff as well, like. Is the battery so bad because of those strong haptics? Do you think that's causing a lot of the battery? Life? I think so. I yeah. think that's um, it, right? It's a shame. Because certain way. games are, are are will use more of the battery than others, and, and a lot of them are, yeah, are like sense. shooting games where you have a lot of rumble with the controller. They are la not lasting anywhere near as long as say a game like that's that's not using as much rumble. So guaranteed, it's can, the motors. Can you can you tone it down? Is it like a setting in the? I suppose it'd be per game, really, wouldn't it? Yeah. Not that I have yeah. found it. Can you? No, you can. You, cool. It's basically when you change the settings for any controllers, like in the you know, PS5, it automatically also extends to your uh, VR controllers. Oh. So yes, you, by default, okay, I cool. think the strength is high, but you can change that. Uh, of course, I would recommend trying high because it's like awesome. But if <laughs> you start when you're feeling shooting like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you're shooting, you should be shot in the face. Um, but... Shoot me. <laughs> yeah, you, you but... can use Bobo batteries on the controllers and charge them while you're playing. So, <laughs> oh wow, that. yeah, which, that was, like it, was, it was it was reported though, that yeah. you couldn't too. So that's a good thing you said that, Todd, because it oh, was can, reported right? that you couldn't. Like you attach can, yeah. it somehow. What do you mean? That'd be a great just, accessory. Just stick it? it in your pocket. Wow. Just stick it in your pocket with a little three foot cord. Oh, so like wires. Pretty idea. Yeah. Good work. But. Yeah, but essentially, if you play for four hours and you notice that it's not yeah, enough right. for you <laughs> and, they and fast. Uh, you want to play more, then um, you can just reduce the power of uh, the strength okay. of the vibration. Yeah, so but far I didn't honest, get into though, the problem that the, the battery would be out. But yeah, for some people who want to play honest, longer than four hours, yeah, yeah go for it. Yeah. I, I heard uh, about this group button issue from other people. And I have to say, like, am I the only one who really is not bothered by it at all i've been playing um you know horizon i think, it's okay. and I think there's a lot of okay. use of that yeah. button and it was quite fine um yeah i didn't notice either but, way so i think I'm, I'm with you on that one 
Yeah. And uh, I just remember there's another thing that kind of a pet peeve of mine when people complain about is, is it's kind of like one of the things that people just find a reason to say that PSVR 2 is bad is that it doesn't have a color pass through. <laughs> what? That's no big deal. Why do you need no a color pass through no. on it's PSVR 2? It's not, it's not, no, there's no mixed reality here. You're not doing anything with it. What the heck? Like, oh, honestly. Yeah, I it think looks it's clearer than the Quest 2. And that's it is. It looks a lot better. Yeah. It looks clearer. better. It's a very nice pass-through. I've written hmm. that on my Twitter, right? In my opinion, this is actually the best pass-through I've seen in a consumer headset yet. So I even prefer this over the Quest Pro. So the Quest Pro, yes, it has color pass-through, but it has, it has lots of distortions when, you, when your hands mm -hmm. get close to your, to your eyes. But for the Quest, uh, but for the PSVR 2, actually there's no distortions at all when you do the thing with your hand. And for and me, it's always PK4? like looking at your hand. The Pico 4 has has very nice resolution pass-through, but it's not uh, 3D at all. But this no. year, okay. it's nice 3D. It has like, it's really, really good 3D. And it didn't and, even and have like to be. And it didn't even yeah. have to be this good. You literally just needed to set up your Guardian. So yeah. why do you need a full color pass-through? Why do you even need a good pass-through? It's, it's, why do you need it's, color it's totally pass-through at all? Yeah. No. Boggles <laughs> me. Headset, and I'm yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's such a it's good example point. of a VR gaming only headset where you don't it just spend your resources and attention to other things like, oh, we have also mixed reality and oh, right. like mm -hmm. some other kind of gaming. stuff like connected. Yeah, gaming. just gaming. This is what we do. And this is what we do really, really great. So <laughs> we are not going to add anything extra that will increase the cost and not add value to gaming. I love it about them. Very good yeah. focus on what's important. I like totally the Guardian yeah. too. You said, yeah, did you guys like the Guardian setup? I thought that was one of yes. the best Guardian setups. Absolutely, the way oh my it God, your entire yes. room is awesome. amazing. Amazing. Like it, make, it makes the Quest <laughs> setup look so like outdated and old. Yeah. yeah, they make it so cool. What's special and... about it then? What's they special? Yeah, about so it? so actually, what you do is like um, you look around in your room, and then it will kind of map your room, like where are obstacles and such. So it would automatically find the area where it thinks that you will want to play. So it's kind of pre-mapped already. And then you would use your controller to, to fine-tune it. So it's very easy. Oh, that sounds it's, cool. It's just, like, it's just like super nice. It's just it's a very nice map. It's it's actually it like map. maps your entire vibe. Yeah, your entire your maps ceiling, the whole space. Your ceiling, okay. your, your floor. Oh, that, you're, that's you're just cool. not getting your... You're, you're just not doing like, you know, putting your controller on the floor to just get your depth. Or your uh, your 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 base where your feet are. It maps your entire floor. It maps your entire ceiling. Uh, so it grid Walls, maps everything, everything in your environment. It's fantastic. That it is cool. so cool. It's very well done, and um, yeah, everyone will have no problems at all setting it up. Yeah, mm -hmm. but anyways, like I just also wanted to say what what Eric said before. Having fun in VR is back. I don't want to say that it. That I lost it or something. I still enjoyed it, of course, as always. You know, I'm very enthusiastic about VR. But now I must say I can't wait to get in this headset again. I want to play it because I simply have the fun of my life in VR. And that went a bit missing. Like uh, all that mobile games 
nothing against mobile games in general, right? But I really enjoy these AAA titles like, like Half-Life Alex. And honestly speaking, we didn't have that for a long time. But then standing there in Horizon, looking around and seeing these vistas that we don't have so often, right? Probably in 2D games, we have them all of the time, right? Uncharted and blah, 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 right? But now to have this kind of feeling in VR and really being in VR, it is just so refreshing and, and such a game changer. And I want to be back in VR. So I'm so happy mm -hmm. about this device. It truly give, gives me back this spark of truly wanting to play. Just like you said, Tatiana. Like, it's also true for me. I don't even feel like creating content and editing these mm -hmm. videos. I just want to play. And honestly, I'm just going to live stream a lot. I, I just want to yeah. show people my... Yeah, my true emotions when I play. So I'm not even going mm -hmm. to do lots of like oh, I'm editing this video. No, I'm just going to live stream and just show like what I feel about it. It really makes me feel something again. Again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, really I love really hearing that. Yeah, I'm, like, I want to be a yes, now, yeah, I'm fucking alive. <laughs> it makes me feel alive. Finally, yes. <laughs> Oh, I, sure. I, was, I was getting like lately i was getting quite lazy to get into vr and i would like give in to flat screen gaming especially since hogwarts, hogwarts legacy came out i would just spend hours and hours in it every day until this thing finally came out and now i'm back to vr it's kind of crazy how it like it doesn't let me stay in flat screen gaming for too long you know i, I was just yeah. thinking as well like for me, it's the games that it, it, obviously it's all about content. Content is king, and that is the the real number one factor. Apart from the Fresnel thing, which I can get over that, I can. It's fine. It's not a massive deal breaker. Although I'm, I'm a bit disappointed. I got, I got it's over it. The content, like yeah. I want longevity in games. I don't want just a sort of six hour campaign thing, and that's it. I want to see like uh, open worlds, like Skyrim or something like that, and lots of first person shooters coming in and if i could see like the, the the back catalog of games coming out because like the state of play announcement the vr announcements for me personally was a bit disappointing i, I was like oh, I, I wasn't really feeling that excited about it so at the Actually, moment yeah, there's some titles that looked very cool i thought there was about not, two or three that i thought oh my god yeah exactly that. the synapse it looked like so cool yeah that like, looked cool yeah the yeah not looked really thing, really but, <laughs> but uh, yeah you know I just, that, that's for me. I want to. I want to just see where this goes in terms of games. Are they really behind it? Are, are we going to get some amazing AAA titles? Not just now, but in say another year, right. two years from now. I mean, where, where's where's the future in terms of the gaming platform? We haven't even it? talked about Resident yeah. Evil Eight yet. I mean, Resident. Yeah, exactly. have, I want to see Seb play tried? Resident Evil. I, I, have you ever tried Resident Evil Eight yet? <laughs> I haven't. I haven't tried I haven't it. Tried. I'm afraid of it. I'm super afraid of it. Oh my! Oh my God! It looks this, you're gonna have it. nightmares with this game. I don't have oh, no. access to that. Great. One, so I'll, I'll now you can tell. That. You can tell it's a VR mode in Resident Evil Eight. It's right. not. You right. can tell it's not built from the ground up. It feels like a mod. Like if you were playing a PC mod, it feels like that a little bit, but it's better. It's just better. It's like having a mod, but way, but be way better, and it looks beautiful. And the headset and that game is terrifying. Um, and that's another another one I yeah, can't wait to Why is that? To. Why are all the amazing, beautiful games horror games? How annoying is that? <laughs> I know, right? Annoying for and me. Have like, you heard about this game, Switchback VR? Have you seen yeah, yeah, it's the gameplay? Yeah. This one I wanted, really. Yeah. I, I like the first part of it. Even though I don't like horror games, but this, I play, it was one of, the, no, it was the first game that I played on the PlayStation 1. 
Uh, what yeah, was Russian the name blood, again? Yeah, Russian yeah, blood. Russian blood, blood. Yeah, Russian blood. And actually, I did in, kind of enjoy it, even though it was a horror game, but it was not it was so good. bad. It was not so evil like Resident Evil 7, right? It's uh, more like a, a bit horror-ish, but not so bad. And I enjoyed but it. The, and I'm looking but forward the eye to tracking, the eye tracking integration in that is so terrifying. Like yeah. when yeah. you're blinking and yeah. things change as you blink, oh like God. I can't, oh, I, no, I can't take no, this thanks. kind of stress right now. Yeah. Like I, I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't for play you, this right now. It's not. I don't no. think I should be putting no. myself in this situation. So maybe even, uh, <laughs> even like. <laughs> Resident Evil 4 on the quest standalone was enough for me. I can't find my God, this is making me jump. And Half-Life yeah, Alex. Right. Any, anything other than that, I, I, I'm not sure I'd want to play that, be fair, because it'd be a bit much. But Half-Life yeah. Alex like, has scary moments, but not it like does, that. Yeah. It does. It yeah. made me jump plenty, I'll tell you that. God, <laughs> I should have live-streamed it. <laughs> yeah, right. So talking about Switchback and the use of the um, eye-tracking, actually... Uh, the eye tracking is not just there for four-weighted rendering to make use of the PlayStation 5 resources in the best way, but actually it is a revolution for VR to finally have eye tracking in a mainstream headset, which means like all the developers can finally use it. Right? In other in like PC VR systems, it's completely fragmented. There's like, okay, there's the Vive Pro I, which has it, and and the Quest Pro has it, but nobody actually in gaming makes use of these features because it's just way yeah, too fragmented. Sadly. And now having like one system where everyone can use it, that actually is a game changer. Don't you think so, um, Todd? Yeah, I totally. I'm just so right? excited. Right, right. Yeah, I've been exactly. waiting for it since Quest Pro. Since I, you know, tried some of those eye tracking um, features and they were telling us like oh yeah the developers will be creating all these games where you can look at the balloons and pop them just by looking at them I'm like well show us that I want to see that mm -hmm. and I, I never really saw any of this UI, um, uh, eye tracking based UI in games until PlayStation VR 2 where you could make game play selection when you blink and these things are coming at you with every blink where you can play a game and look at characters to draw their attention like this is the this is the native integration of eye tracking that I was waiting for and we didn't see it in Quest Pro not yet at least but we do see it in I'm curious PSVR to see what they would do with that technology outside of the horror genre in the state of play, right? <laughs> the last game that they showed, it was also about when you blink, then you go right. into oh, the oh, yeah. or yeah. something. Yeah. Right? Boring game at the end. <laughs> so we don't know. We don't know. Probably. Oh, but Steve they, is my they, spirit they, animal. Yeah. <laughs> but they start to use they start to use this kind of technology, which I think is super exciting. We're going to see so mm -hmm. many more games that we cannot see on, on so, the Quest right now, for example. Yeah. Tentacular is another one. It's not about blinking; it's just about looking at at characters. Because Tentacular, it's like it's a really a cute look, look looking game where you're this giant monster with tentacles for Tentacle, hands, and yeah. Uh, yeah, and you're and you're and there are lots of like different characters. They're super small. They give you quests. You do the quest the, the quests, and then you you just kind of have to look at the character, and he will see that you're looking at him, and he's like. Hey, I have a quest for you. So you don't have to like click on it or anything. You just draw their attention by looking. That's a good And, and that's kind of yeah. fun. Yeah. Like in other, like even open world games, you can look at someone and they'll be like, why are you looking at me? Like, what do you want? Exactly. <laughs> you know? Just cool. like in real life. 
for, it is for me, so I think cool. it's going to be more of the foveated rendering. Like I, I yeah. want that eye tracking is fantastic, and what you're going to be able to do with it with menu operation and, and in-game things. To me, it's what they're going to be able to do with the foveated rendering using the eye tracking to see where you're focusing your view and able and be able to save power and use it in other places to to render your graphics better. To me, that's where we'll, we're going to see probably within the next six months to a year some of the games taking the biggest advantage of, and that's what really I'm, I'm interested in. I was about okay. to say, Eric, actually, regarding that, I think it's quite ironic that the first ever real proper use of dynamic favorited rendering comes on the console, not PC VR first. I think that's pretty pathetic, actually. <laughs> you know, we've sure. needed that in the PC sort of crowd for such a long time. And companies and, uh, you know, like such as, I guess Pimax are trying to do it on driver yeah. level. But apart from that, we haven't seen it used, you know, correctly to really yeah. save performance until now with the PlayStation 5, which I think is quite With ironic. a $550 headset, too. Doesn't yes. press yes. Yeah. Yeah. On PC, we have all these hugely high expensive headsets and nobody yeah. has done it yet. Yeah, the exactly. Quest has Pro all that. Do? can't use it. Quest, Quest Pro does, does it, but, uh, but only if the developers like kind of yeah. like implement it. Red like, Matter Two is the only one uh, who did yeah, it. Red Matter Two. Exactly. Still, still the only one. So the Red Matter Two, still nobody I, else I, has I enabled think, it. I, I think. Maybe just as far as I know, I think that's the only one. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. You think they would make that a you know a point of putting that out in social media and stuff if another game has put that into their game? So. Red Matter 2 is the only one yeah. I've heard of. I'm, I'm sure we'll see more. It's just it was disappointing that, like, you know, when it launched, it, like, that's all it did. You know what I mean? Right. It doesn't carry right. over to, to PC VR. So if you're using your Quest Pro to play Steam games, the eye tracking doesn't carry over. Okay. Yeah. yeah that, that's that's yeah. kind of sad. True. Okay. Let's talk about games. So I want to ask Tatiana, from the games that you've played so far, which is your favorite? Oh, I mean, again, I only play two. Yeah, right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I get so, I mean, you played amazing get... games. Which which uh, game should we yeah. talk first about? GD7 or Horizon? Oh, my God. I feel like we've talked about both of them already so much. Yep. Um, we need some more. We need some more. <laughs> I, just, I tried, like, really different games, you know? I, let me tell you why I like GD7 so much. First of all, it's because I didn't expect to like it so much. Because I thought that that would be a niche kind of game for car enthusiasts, people who just enjoy racing games in general. And I'm, you know, like, I just want to try it because everybody's talking about it. And, um, yeah, I was just very surprised to see how, how easy it's to get into something like this when you don't expect yourself to be like a, a car racing name person and why i think that this is a great game to get someone started with vr is because pretty much the entire ui is on this big cinematic mode so you're not being kind of lost in the vr environment when it's not needed the only time you're actually in vr is when you start driving and i think that this is so great for people who might be a little bit scared of this motion sickness that you know they can feel a little bit disoriented it's very easy to get started things are just on the cinematic screen but then you dive into vr when you're racing so i thought that was a nice touch because it's it's it's, it's just so easy to get in it's one of the easiest games to to try in vr for someone who's never tried it before Right. It's interesting. Yeah, it's also, they will be excited about it. Like people who played GD7 on on a flat screen before and who loved the game, and now to be in the in the car, it will blow their minds. 
great for beginners. And you can play seated and you don't have to have like right. a lot of room. It's just, it's awesome for any, any space. I wonder what yes, it is about your... that. So I was just thinking what I'm still intrigued by GT7 because I know when I've played racing games in the past, after about half an hour, no joke, I've had enough because I find it too much. I find it too intensive, which is really weird considering I like flying. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just want to say, yeah, you're, right. you're flying all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally I posted, I posted a video yesterday of me going all over the place in this bloody motion <laughs> rig. But yet racing around a track for me, I, I find it a bit oh, almost a bit nauseating after a while. I really do. So obviously gt7 is nothing like that for you guys so mm -hmm. i guess maybe no, it's the smoothness i, I want to go back i literally played yeah i literally played it four hours straight yesterday trying to open up licenses oh, what happens is you, you can't wow. you can't you can't even play multiplayer until you progress so far into the game and i got stuck trying to beat these everybody's time so much that i was like way behind i'm like i want to play multiplayer i need to do it so literally i played for four hours last night straight just to open it up so i could play multiplayer and I had no issues. Zero national D license. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Trying to get all these licenses yeah. open. I, wow, I think yeah. I think what makes it <laughs> this game more interesting, Steve, is that it's not just about racing. There are so many components to this game. Like there's this little cafe where this guy is giving you little quests, and then he's telling you about these different cars that you're collecting. I like that. That's cool. And yeah. for car lovers, this is car. just like the Lots best of lore. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so you can tune your car, you can like customize your car, you can just admire your car in these beautiful locations, <laughs> like it's driving somewhere in Italy, and you can just look at it. So, at the beginning, it was kind of slow, and we were thinking, oh, I want to race, like I don't want to, I want to, I don't want to sit <laughs> through these chats. So, um, it's not the kind of, I mean, once you get to a certain point, you can't just sit and play, you know, all the the races and do laps, but. But there is kind of like a quest line that you can progress through. And if you do that, then you'll have a lot more variety in your gaming where you, you have a lot more things to do besides just sitting and driving all the time. But even if you do that, you don't get sick, which is crazy would, to me. Would this would this cater for the hardcore racing community? Is, yes, is it, is, absolutely. Because obviously, you know, it's, it's, a the physics. it's, it's, it's not known okay. as being... No, I know. So I was just thinking... You know, for, for all those race VR sim people out there, I, I just trying to imagine if a flight sim got released on this, like say, I don't know, a really oh. good one. I think that would be it for me. I think I probably would buy it, uh, you know, without even thinking about it then, I think. But because uh, just knowing that I can just plug it in, don't have to worry about settings, anything, go straight into it and have a great time. That, that definitely does appeal. <laughs> without yeah, right, mm -hmm. right. But I must also say that people who are used to high-end PC VR headsets and then go to this, they would probably do feel yeah that it's not like on the high end right like like you for example steve yeah. you are already used to those 40 90 um powered pico 4 which has a high resolution right so i do want to let all of our pc vr enthusiasts know that yes like visually in terms of resolution this will be a step down i just want to make sure people understand this so so we love it obviously right we're raving about it but don't buy the headset and think, okay, this is the greatest hardware out there in terms of resolution. I just wanted to pop what about, this in here. Right? Yeah, you're yeah. right. Totally right. What about graphically? Like, for instance, I'm trying to think of something really geeky. Like, when it's raining, do you see the rain on the windscreen wiper? Do you see all those effects? Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. yeah. Yep. I, I thought yep. hydroplaning is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. everything is Is a it thing. really? Oh, yep. that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm no, frightening at the same time. <laughs> it feels like a proper sim, for sure. Okay. And it yeah. gives you that. I mean, you, you can play it. I think you can cater it to how you want to play. So if you want to play a little more Katie, you can. You can put break assist on and things like that. 
that will make it feel a little bit better for you. But if you want to play a hardcore sim, I think you can do that as well, especially to disable all the, all the assists. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty you can just make it as hard as or as easy for you. And when I went to the like tuning shop and my own garage where you can change all the settings of the car, I'm like, wow, there are so many settings in the car that you can tweak and play with. You can actually learn about cars just by playing this You're game. Right. Yeah. And it actually got a little bit intimidating for me because like I don't understand like most of these things, but uh, but the game actually does a good job explaining step by step what all that is the beautiful thing. Do. Like I normally don't even like that if it gets too complicated with these mm -hmm. um, simulators. I'm more like the arca yeah. arcadey guy, you know. I like to jump in, have fun, and that's it. And I, I, I shy away from simulators, and I hate crafting and everything like this. I want action, <laughs> you know. But, 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 but for this game, but for this game, they just made it so good. Like even some arcadey guy like me can totally enjoy this, and I can't yeah, wait to go it's back. It's easy to follow. It's easy to yeah, follow. And, it seems like I, I haven't even unlocked the multiplayer, I think. I'm at license 1B. I, I have to I have to go back yeah, into multiplayer it. Multiplayer is done through the menu system. You have to get to the ninth menu with the cafe guy. Yeah, go to the cafe. Okay, Do all okay. the cafe stuff. I, okay, all the cafe, cafe stuff, stuff yeah. and that'll get you through to multiplayer. Okay, yeah. good. Oh, yeah. Hey, Paradise Decay just said that Project Wing Wingman is coming to you the PSVR2. Yeah. So has anyone played that? I'm just have to have no. check that out. I haven't played it yet. I haven't played it. So there is a I haven't either. Sort of it's, it's, it's a Steam game. I, I know people who have said they like it. It's not. It's it's not super sim. It's more like arcadey, I think. But uh, I was going to say, right, actually, one more other question for you guys: Is there sort of a you know like the first steps with the quest and how amazing that is? Like for for newcomers to come into VR, uh, it, you know, you just got to show them that. And of course, it, it's the great way of uh, being able to. Get an idea, get a grasp of how it feels to be in VR. I think Oculus and Meta, they've always done that really well. Remember that like, the robot, that was my first ever experience of VR, was trying that the robot mm -hmm. mechanic. So Yeah, that was good. Really. Meta has done a great job Very on that, good. or so, Oculus at that time, yeah. I'm hoping, I presume the PlayStation has its own version of that to kind of bring newcomers into it. No. It's called oh, Horizon. Really. Yeah, Horizon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? Horizon, yeah. Horizon, yeah. <laughs> It's a, it's like an eight-hour demo. Like, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. This was a bit really. of a miss for me. I I'm think surprised. they needed a demo. Did they needed? Remember PlayStation Worlds for the the, the yes. original PlayStation One? Yeah, uh, it was good. PlayStation VR One demo disc that gave you like I think it was like ten or twelve experiences that you could go into, and it was a free hmm. disc. There, that's I don't risky. know if it was free actually or not, but anyway, that was a good demo disc, and, and there's right. nothing like that here. They need something like that. Or <laughs> yeah, an Astro. Well, there are demos. But they're free demos. Yeah, no, there are demos, but I think they should have like a. I wish they would have like a disc like that, like that one. Again. No, honestly, that was I that thing was amazing. Your first VR experience is so important. It's so important. It's got to be a good experience because if it's not, your brain's going to remember that, right. and it's going to be difficult to get out of that sort of mentality of VR makes me sick. You're um, right. You're totally it has right. to be something, something you know you're going to love. And it's sim just simple. So they need to sort I, that out, actually, I think. I truly think something. it will be Horizon for many people. Many uh -huh, people who uh -huh. are going to pick this up for the very first time and who have not uh, played VR before, they will want to play Horizon. And I think yeah. they will, right? Because the huge IP. It's Sony's huge IP, and it's, and it's, and it is in VR right now. And is it's, it like, mind-blowing. And there's a reason why they do it, do the bundle, and they push it so yeah. much, so that they want to make sure that Horizon is going to be the first game that people are going to play. And I and I hope that that's the case for many. But even if it's uh, GD7, 
it's it's still going to be an amazing experience for people. Oh, yeah. I think so. GDA. Oh. Exactly. Wow. So cool. Um, let's also talk about the game that I'm afraid of, <laughs> Resident Evil. So has any of you played it on the PlayStation VR 2? Yeah, well, I, I, I did. Very <laughs> <Okay>. brave. <laughs> yeah, How I did. I played, I played about... I, I was played told it. that Resident Evil 7 is like worse in terms of how it makes you afraid. Tell us, tell us about how the game is like on PSVR 2 and uh, should I try it out? You, you have to try it out. Everybody should at least try it. I don't know if you're going to play through the whole thing, but at least try yeah. it. It's so good. Yeah. It's extremely well done. Now, I've played it on PC and a mod, too, in VR. Um, and, and that mod is very, very good, too. But this being natively made with with the PlayStation VR 2, um, again, it, it kind of feels like a mod because this is a flat game that they made into VR, but it it's done better. It's like having a really, really well done mod. Um, so some of the cutscenes are still flat. Um, actually, all the cutscenes are still flat, and some of the angles, like with your head when you're like laying on the ground or something like that, have a weird feel to them. Um, but other than that, the controls, using the guns, um, having the haptics in the guns, the trigger pulls are different for the weapons. Um, you know, it's super well done. The graphics are absolutely stunning, and it's frightening. You're right. Resident Evil 7 is probably more scary, I would say. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's maybe a little bit more action packed with Resident Evil Village because it's probably more, sh you know, more shooting and things like that. But they're both terrifying. And uh, you go through oh, no. a couple of opening <laughs> scenes. You go through a couple of these opening <laughs> scenes in this game where you're going through a dark forest and things are around you. You can't see and things are running across your path. And all you oh, have is a little wow. flashlight. Um, you are not selling it. Well, exactly doing. You've got to right no, and you, live stream you, should, you should all live stream it. You should all live stream it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Wow! Wow! So, um, how about the technicalities? Because I do read about people having problems with motion blur with with the device in general as well. So, and so I heard that for this game, it, it seems to be like uh, pretty strong. Or do you have this feeling? Yeah, so this was one of the only, well, not the only game, but one of the the, the games where I saw Mira the worst. Um, okay, it's, okay. It's, yeah, It's one of those scenes where I was talking about you're in this very dark forest in the beginning of the game, and you're walking through, and it's just moonlight. Before you get your flashlight, it's, things are so black. And you, when you look around, it has that look and feel like you have a veil over your face. So yeah, you're right. Looking, you right. feel like you're looking okay. through it. It's a combo between... The smearing effect of Mura and what I would consider screen door, very thin screen door, or very fine screen door. Um, and it is there. But what happens though quickly with that is you get your flashlight, and once you click your flashlight on to where it's not so black and dark, the Mura goes away completely and you don't see it anymore. Um, okay, now you'll you get an catch... end time Mura flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you'll, you'll, yeah, you're going to catch it in different spots. You'll, you'll catch it, especially okay. if you're yeah, somebody sure. like us who's looking for it, right? Um, you'll catch it. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, and there, uh, there is some motion blur to a certain spots, but I'll, I'll say 95% of the experience is utterly fantastic and it will blow you away. Um, you get a sense of being in the game, unlike you will flat. And, um, there are things that you'll find later in the game and scale will play with your mind. Scale in VR is such a big thing too. And, When you're looking up at this huge castle that you're going to get into, it's 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 an amazing experience. And this is another game that I just I, I stopped playing it uh, in in on Steam 
because I was ready for the PlayStation version. And this is how I will finish it because it's going to be amazing. Um, and oh, I can't wow, wait. But wow. yeah, again, it's just like anything else. There are imperfections here, but the yeah. positives so outweigh the imperfections that I don't care about the little tiny things. Give you know, me, I, give I me really all the good things. That's, that's the whole point. I think yeah. that's exactly the point, right? It, it has its shortcomings, right? Yes, there is Mura, and yes, the sweet spot is small, but overall, it brings you fun, unbelievable fun that I haven't haven't had in a long time. So, yeah, that, that's the great thing about this device. Um, Todd, what about um, Resident Evil Village? Is it something that you want to play? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I'm not a big oh, horror you, guy you, you either. Can, okay, <laughs> but you, you, you can do it. You're not too afraid. No, no, yeah, I'll do it. The only part that, that I'm, I'm not looking forward to is how much flat's involved. I find it diff I find it interesting yeah, that yeah. Tatiana was talking about it with uh, Gran Turismo Seven. Um, the, the the amount of flatness in that game kind of annoyed me. I oh, think really? that the, yeah, like you know where the map is, and you're and you're looking at the cafe to pick, and you're looking at the. I feel that could have been inside of a, an apartment or something, and you walk up to the wall and you see, and then you can pick. Or I walk up to the to tabletop and then I can pick the garage and then then I go into the garage. Or I think it could have been a little more immersive than just the only part of the game that's virtual reality is driving. The rest of it is yeah. not. Okay. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, definitely. See what you mean there. Todd, it makes actually. sense. That would be when, a when lot I, of work. Yeah. When you come out of a out of the VR part, and if I'm looking away, it, because of the foveated rendering and the eye tracking that menu system could be down here now because that's where I was looking when I came out of the thing. So I found ah. that I'm, I'm constantly resetting my, I'm looking forward and constantly resetting it. Inside VR, it never happens, like when you're driving. But okay. almost everywhere else, it was driving me kind of crazy. And that might be nitpicking, mm -hmm. but I found, I found that there could have been more ways to make it more virtual reality. So with RE8, I don't know if I'm going to be disappointed with the amount of flatness. I, I don't know. We're going to have to try it. Okay, got it. Yeah. So the thing is for me, like when I'm so scared, I can't solve any puzzles anymore. I, I can't. Con <laughs> I, I'm telling you, no, really, like I, I can't concentrate on that stuff. So I, I, I can't finish. I cannot play this, right? That's so right. everybody, everybody in chat, everybody in chat right now, let's have a vote. Everybody, everybody give a thumbs up to the video if you want to see Sebastian stream Resident Evil 8. Yeah, I'm sure everyone wants to see that. Yeah. I'm doing that as well. Definitely. I like that. Yep, yeah. that's it. Yep. Thumbs up. <laughs> Thumbs up, you're right. Oh my goodness, yeah. So, Tatiana, are you also going to play Resident Evil um, 8 on the PlayStation? I have a good excuse to the not same, put right? myself yeah, under. Right. I have a safe. Like, yeah. you yeah, know, I'm not supposed to be stressed out. I like it, I like it. <laughs> so. That's the, otherwise, okay. I definitely would have gotten into it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was looking forward to it, but darn well it, can't get stressed. <laughs> right, right. Oh yeah, but we'll see. Right. We'll see. We'll see. I might just play for the first, I don't know, thirty minutes until I get like too scared, because um, I'm, I'm I'm curious about it. People that's the point for me too. I want to things. see how it looks, right? Yeah. And. But then when it gets scary, I think I can't do it. So probably the shortest stream ever. But <laughs> I need people to talk to me. I need you people yeah. to be there and like talk to me. And I got it. Me, make me feel we like get I'm in a Discord call so we can be in the chat yeah. with you yeah. while you're doing yeah. it. Make yeah. you feel yeah. comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. That sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. That, is, that is truly like one of the only thing that I think Sony has, has missed that I'm not able to read the chat anymore yes. yeah. on playstation vr one there was amazing like putting the chat into your field of view 
when you played and uh, yeah they, they have left it out and i so hope that sony's going to bring it back sony if anyone from sony is watching this please bring back bring back the ability to read the chat so so yes i can have the audio i can have them read the chat for me which also works okay but it can get too distracting if lots of people like chat with you right right so so i really hope that they're going to put it back do you think they will put it back eric do you have a feeling about it I do. I know some some creators who are getting feedback, giving feedback to PlayStation right now. So hopefully they'll listen. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's it's important. And it's it's I, I think it's one of the biggest things that Meta has always missed on with the Quest Two and making exactly. it difficult to exactly. to stream in the headset. And I think it's super important. It's it's good for VR when creators can do these things. And when you tie their hands, it just makes it difficult. You know what I mean? So I I, I God I hope I hope they do. Um, it'll just make our lives so much easier. Right, right. And we want uh, to communicate with our community. You know what I mean? That's a big thing. I, one of the things I love about streaming is I get to talk to people. Um, exactly. you know, That's you, the you, fun you, part. Yeah. I mean, so many things we do are recorded content where we don't get to speak to the community who would like to speak to with us. So when you can be in something and be having fun and then you can you know, express that to people and talk to them back and forth, I think it's a big deal. So I think it needs to be there. Uh, can't you pin a web browser inside any game now with um, Quest? Or is it only um, in the home? Yeah, I thought you could. In the pause. I'm not sure. No, no. You have to. You have to. Oh, it's only in the, the pause menu. Yeah, yeah, right. It's not like uh, you cannot put it into VR yet. Right. Yep. That that would be great, though. That that function, yeah. But That's why I end up streaming Sony. so many Steam games because I can yeah, do right. it mm -hmm. yeah, with my dashboard. Totally yeah. agreed. But at least the recording is so good on PSVR two. Like you can yes. record and record, it and it, you don't well, have seen. to worry about. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it being corrupted. The quality is awesome. I don't even think that... I mean, I don't think it has some kind of image stabilization, but it, it, it looked fine. All the recordings that I have did, they didn't look too shaky, in my opinion. I was very impressed by that. When oh, I was yeah. recording Horizon, <laughs> I was kind of stopping every 20 minutes just because I was still scared. Um, but but with GT7, I was just kind of recording for an hour, I think, straight. I mean, it's just flawless. Really, it's really, really happy about that. Yeah, totally agree. That is fantastic. Mm. All right. And it, will, it will encourage other creators to do that too. Because, you know, isn't that yeah. like a a blocker for, for many kind of creators that are outside of the VR niche just because of how hard it is to create content and to record it? Right. Without the I think we'll get quite a few new creators with a PSVR 2. I think so. It's, it's think It so. makes sense. It's It's a whole new beginning now somehow. All right, we already yeah. spoke for two hours and five minutes about the PSVR wow. two. And oh my god, that, 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 that went so fast. That's unbelievable. Yeah. That's unbelievable. And that? now I want to hear from Steve. So after these two hours of hearing about the PlayStation VR two, what are your feelings now about it? Like, are you closer now to jumping in? I am. I just feel that I just want to sort of wait and see what else comes out for it in terms of content. Um, I'm sure there'll be some amazing games planned, but I just feel like I'm just not quite ready yet to. Uh, I just I, because I, if I already had a PlayStation Five, I probably would yeah. just. But I would. It would be an impulse buy. But I just feel like that's all I'd use it for. The PlayStation Five would just be used purely for VR. I'm not sure if Todd's done the same thing. Whether you just bought it just for VR, or whether you're going to yep. use it. You Got have. It. Oh, yep. I didn't want to say that. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I think the problem for me is I'm so invested into 
uh, flight sims. I, I spend a lot of time flying in VR. Would I, would it be a waste of time, uh, waste of money it's, spending? It's time now to get into racing sims. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah seven. there you Maybe, go. Really, yeah. really. I, Close I, enough. I, like I, I told you, I am not a <laughs> racing sim guy, but I love it. I am closer. You are now. I'm, I think I yeah, am I closer to, to buying one. Is there any deals out there where you can get the PlayStation 5 and the VR2 and a couple of games? Is there anything Ooh. like that? Okay. I a might bundle. wait. That, that would be Good nice. idea, though. Yeah. yeah. I think they should do it. They should definitely do it. Well, if yes. they do that, I think that would be it. I'd have to <laughs> press the buy button at that point. But uh, yeah, I'm, PD. I'm hello, tempted. hello, hello, PD. Oh, and, thank uh, you, Paradise. There you go. Okay. That you can go to his house yeah. and just try it out. Like, yeah, there you go. Yep. Yeah, uh -huh. I'm not far yeah. away from you actually. Oh. So yeah, I will take you oh, up on that. Guys. That'd be amazing. Thank you. And then then I will definitely know then, I guess. That will be the exactly. Yeah. That would make sense. Did Thank Gary you. already make a video, by the way, of how he liked it? He he's got a podcast. I haven't what uh, I, have, right. Probably yeah, have I think he's mentioned it. Yeah, think. mentioned it on there. That would be great. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, we've talked so long about it now, but it felt like we talked for like half an hour, honestly speaking, right? Yeah, and it flew by. It's, it flew by like crazy. I believe that people now get our thoughts about PSVR 2. So obviously, as you've said, we all like it. Probably it's even falling in love with it, even though it's not perfect, right? But it gives us back this kind of fun, simply fun and this giddiness whenever I think about it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm truly giddy. I want to get back into it and stream again because it's just like so fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. This is not being sponsored by Sony, by the way. Not at all. No. Not at all. No. Zero. It should have been. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> it should have been. So cool, so cool. But you know, I think yep. we gave. I think we gave enough. I think we were fair. Like I think we did. Yeah, absolutely. Let everybody know that, like, you know, don't go into this with blinders on, thinking this is the end all be all headset that's going it, to be the not. best thing that it's you ever not. buy. No, there are going to be issues here. But if you yeah. can get by them, you will have some of the best times you'll ever have in virtual reality. Um, really? Yeah, I I think we talked plenty about the you know shortcomings of this headset. So I I'm sure Sebastian will put like a timestamp for it, specifically what I will, we talked absolutely. about. Yeah. So absolutely. that people don't think absolutely. that we're just ignoring them. There's they're no. real. They are here. Um, but it's going to be a very different perception, especially for someone who has never tried VR or who only tried yeah, PSVR wow. one. That's that's they're gonna it's gonna blow such their a minds. difference between PSVR one. It's gonna blow their minds. Yeah. It, it will absolutely do so. And the the hardware is new now. So people are coming out with these um, nitpicks and uh, like focusing on those um, disadvantages like uh, Mura and so on and so forth. But I can tell you in a couple of weeks, nobody will talk about that anymore. And everybody will just talk about their experiences in GD7, in Horizon, in Resident Evil, in, in whatever comes up. I know that. I've been through that with the Pico 4 as well. In the beginning, they said, like, oh, yeah, there's also Mura and stuff. But no, they will all come across at one point and enjoy, just enjoy what the hardware has to offer. Yes. So, yep. Anything, anything more? I would just say that, um, you know, if you are some of those people that aren't sure, you know, I, I, number one, I think the tracking is really good, but I think it will improve. Remember how bad the Quest 2 tracking was, right, the Quest tracking right. was, when that for the Quest 1 tracking, when it first came out, and they've done a ton of updates on tracking, and that where it is today is probably the best tracking out there. So I think PlayStation will improve on that. And things like Mira and things like, uh, you know, um, you know, God Rays, a lot of that can be worked out through software as well. 
Um, so just be patient. I really do think Sony will actually patch some of these things and you'll see uh, some updates soon. Exactly. And also, if you suffer from worse Mura than others, or if it like affects you, you can put the brightness back from 100% to 80% or 70%. And that will already help quite a lot. So as a little tip, something that you can try and it will, will still be bright enough. Okay. Yes. That's it. That's it for today's show. That's it for <laughs> season three, episode 15 of the Next Dimension podcast. Thank you so much for Todd, your premiere on the show. Hope thanks you enjoyed for having it. Me. It was so much fun. <laughs> cool. Great. And yeah, thanks to all of you, obviously, to be here in the show. And thanks for you out there to watch this show live. If you enjoyed it, please don't forget the thumbs up right now. It helps with the algorithm. Also, what you should do, totally write a comment into the comment section to tell yeah, also the algorithm that, yes, you do want to see long streams, like the, the long two-plus hours podcast here on YouTube. So the system will recommend it to others. Also, <laughs> one more thing. It would be great if you would leave us a five-star review on iTunes, get out your iPad or iPhone, open the podcast app, and do leave us a five-star review. And today's show was sponsored by VR Optician. If you ever need lens inserts like for example, for the PSVR 2, you can get them there. That is everything that we got for the today's show. Hope you enjoyed it. Until next time. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye-bye.